on. Somewhere in the dark and nasty regions where nobody goes stands an ancient castle. Deep within this dank and uninviting place lives Burke. Hello! Overworked Hello. servant of the thing upstairs. Burke, But that's nothing compared to the horrors that lurk beneath the trap door. Unpleasant. For there is always something down there. In the dark, waiting to come out. It's good to hear something down there. with the uh, 2019 mindset of knowing that on the internet, uh, a trap means a uh, male who has a female figure and uh, dresses like a female. So it's like, oh, you think this is a hot girl? And then you scroll down mm. and it's like a picture of their big, cock. Big dong. Yeah, big hard cock out. I learned that. Real early on those, um, I can't even remember. Is it called Chat Roulette or something like that? Yeah, Chat Roulette, Omegle. Omegle. I think it was ch- Chat Roulette. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, this is cool. You, I just might find some attractive girl across the way mm. who'll be interested in it. Oh, yeah, blah, blah. And then they've just got a huge swinging dong. <laughs> and then I thought that was funny and whatever. And all these guys are fucking have big dongs and then suddenly you'd get to one it was just some dude sort of pulling like stretching out his tiny little penis yeah, on there's cam. Like a, so weird there's like a weird limit where it's like if your <clears throat> cock is between certain lengths mm. it's embarrassing but then below a certain length they just embrace it. They're just yeah. like, humiliate me, small cock loser seeks. Like. Yeah, and you know what? <laughs> it's probably the best thing to do you got to embrace it. I mean, it. if you've got a micro penis... Which we do. <laughs> this is... Um, that's something you have to embrace and make a spectacle out of. Because then you probably will get... You'll get some sort of attention. Yeah. Rather than just going, oh, I want to kill myself. Yeah. yeah I'm then, ashamed. What, it doesn't work. What, no. What's it going to get you? It's, it brings you no joy. It brings yeah. you no prospects. And people... Um, they're, they're pushed away by that. Yes. you don't. It doesn't attract people, does it? No. And these are the kinds of things that lurk in the dark beneath the trap door. Don't you open that trap door. And I want to go back and play this bit. You're a fool if you do. But there is always something down there in the dark waiting oh. to come out. Unpleasant trap door. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could probably work on the timing. What do you mean? Red eyes. <laughs> Down there. Something being unpleasant with Adam and Mel. I don't know. That's what. Yeah, no, yeah. that's what I was going for with the. And the, and the people that we, the, the subjects that we look into, there's something down there. With yes. Them. Yeah. That's that's it's what. Fitting. That's all I could think about. Because there is always. Something <laughs> when we find a person, it's like we said, it's not about the person, it's about the behavior. But when we find a person who has a set of behaviors, and for some reason they exist in 
clumps, in clusters. Yeah. These behaviours are drawn together. So one <coughs> very negative. That's mm. the very first time I've stopped myself saying an N. <laughs> and I actually was meant to say just negative, and I didn't didn't mm. mean you know the other one. The other one, Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> So I've got some, uh, some, oh yeah, sorry, we should intro the show. Welcome to Unpleasant, Adam and Milk, Unpleasant, episode number 60. Probably is about about that. Yeah. About that number you said. Um, I had a joke, mm. but it's completely gone. It was something to do with uh, Adam... Uh, Jastic, mm-hmm. but it had What's like what's wrong a, with my surname? I had like a new nickname instead of Intergalactic. Yeah, uh, but it's gone now. I'm sure I'll Ooh. think. Hopefully, I'll think of it throughout, and then I hope you do because I I'm going to flick the Intergalactic. Yeah, I, it's, that's, that's what time. I feel. That's exactly what I thought. I'm like, it's time to no, we just go away with from that. Time to level up, but level outwards. I can't remember what it was. That's driving me not spastic. Insane. Let's get spastic with Adam Jastic. <laughs> not bad. Um, but no, that wasn't it. Which is a, I, all right. I'm just going to move on. Hopefully, it comes back. You know how sometimes you're just going about your day, mm. and the yeah. thing you're trying to think of and comes That's, back. Isn't that how all creativity? Pretty works, much. Mostly. That's what that um, that N word. Uh, Gary Klein claims, no, yeah. obviously with a name like Klein, yeah. he's not a not an N. He's a J. What about Kleiny that plays for um, Liverpool? What about him? <laughs> I can't say. <laughs> Is he one of those? He's one of. He's what you said. A you know a Kleiny. What Kleiny is. Yeah, he's one of those. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, that's one of the sounds. So I've got we've got some new sounds. Oh, I've updated nice. this uh, this thing here. So, um, oh my god, there's a black man coming in. <laughs> oh, that's a bit extreme. I think. Um, Is that the horror movie soundboard? Uh, I've got a couple of little horror th- themes here. Oh, we've nice. got. Um, I'm gonna, actually, you no, know I'm going to save that one. Yeah, save them for save that one. Yeah, for for the appropriate time. Um, yeah, so Gary Klein uh, claims well, there's two kinds of like uh, uh, insights is what he calls them, like sudden ideas. Yep. And it was uh, one that literally just comes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And then there is the other kind which uh, is like a, has a gestation period where it's like, you know, whatever, whatever amount of information yep. you need. And then it sort of works its way around in your mind and then comes to you a day later in the shower and mm. you have that crystal clear idea. But then there are other times when it's all just there in front of you and that it just snaps and suddenly, yeah. oh, this is the answer to that. Uh, I remember there was a, there's a story that he told about, um, it's apparently true. Uh, so two cops in a patrol car and, you know, One's the one's the rookie, one's the experienced cop. Classic. And, uh, yeah. That's where I'm like, okay, all right, yep. Yeah. Um so you've got so they they pulled up at a, a red light, they look over, and it's a brand new BMW. Mm-hmm. And the guys yeah, guys there just in there smoking. 
and he, they just see him lean up, like put his hand over and he ashes his cigarette just on the seat next to him. Mm. Pull him over. Stolen car. Why did he get the insight? Why did he get the idea to pull him over? Why would you ash your cigarette in a brand new car that you just bought? Yeah. So there's no... On the beautiful leather seats. Yeah. So that, mm. like that's his thing of like, all right, there are different kinds of like incepted ideas mm. and how they can uh, sort of come about. Anyway, that's boring. So we're going to tease some people. Um, there's a few that we can go to. Too uh, many. I know. Our classic is Isaac Butterfield because we wanted to leave him behind. There is a chance. I think we should watch the doco. I, I just, think it's time. Yeah. But before that, I just want to say, what is it about people that have full unopened bottles of alcohol for display only? I'm confused by it. Because you drink grog though, don't you? You like, you like, you get on it. I like drinking it. You, you get on the sauce, yeah? Mate, All right, good. I'm glad you confirmed that because I would be lost if you didn't. <laughs> fuck. Like, yeah. you'd be like, you'd like a different fucking species, bro. But do you think he actually drinks though? Fuck it- no. Oh, no, yeah. he would. He'd, yeah. yeah, of course he does. He's, oh, one of the blokes, you know, fucking... Well, at least he likes to claim to. Mm, that's what I mean. They're all... No, actually, you remember his Patreon. Mm. So, for people unfamiliar, <clears throat> we've been making fun of a YouTube comedian. Sorry. Uh, give me one sec. A YouTube comedian <laughs> named Isaac Butterfield. And what he does, he offers a Patreon. And if you're unfamiliar with Patreon, that is a website that people host content, usually video, audio related. And you pay a monthly subscription and you have access to their content, whatever it may be. And usually there are tiers. So it's like, uh, you know, pay $10 a month and you get their bonus episodes or whatever. And they make the normal thing free. One of the tiers for his Patreon is $500 a month, if I remember correctly. $500 a month, and he'll fly to meet you once a year, if or if he's in the area when he's touring, and the beers are on him. That's That, that yeah. was one of the yeah. things. Oh, yeah. So just buy a friend, is what <laughs> he's saying. Yeah. My audience needs to buy people to hang out with them. Yeah, me especially. <laughs> so um, to get started, I have something I want to show you now. If you look at that image of that dog there, does that dog look terrified? Yeah, it doesn't look it looks pretty anxious. That's very wide-eyed and fear-filled uh very ugly dog. And I want to reiterate <laughs> that greyhounds are the ugliest dog. And they're unlovable. And that's why people bury them in mass graves. It's nothing to do with the racing industry. <laughs> no, no, it's got nothing I know what else gets buried in mass graves too and uh probably deserves it. I'm talking about Jews. (laughs) So we've got this dog. Gentle. uh, Like, you agree. I haven't shown... All right, so now I'm going to show you where this image is from. Oh, no. Getting held there by a big fucking ugly man. (laughs) This is what we've been talking about. Men who have photos of... No, sorry. Men who have Instagram accounts. (laughs) To post photos from their dog's point of view, even though they're the photos of the dog. I don't understand it on any level. 
if you're a woman, you have a different brain than we do. So maybe it makes sense to you. I can't say. But I do know that men should not participate in this behavior. And here he, ha- here he is, clutching it close. And as Adam can confirm, because I didn't show him this beforehand. I only saw the cropped dog face. That's right. I cut everything out. So this is an unidentified, ugly cunt dog. And the conclusion that we came to is fear. So I think he might... Uh... Yeah. Well, after you showed me the picture and I instantly recoiled, after I recovered from that, uh, my first thought was that's a dog who feels like it's about to get attacked. Yes, yep. Sorry, I've actually... We've, I've been working on it, so we've actually got rewind technology on here now. <laughs> so this is what happened, in case you didn't pick up on it, when I showed uh, the photo to Adam. So, all right, bring the photo up now. And... Oh, Oh, sorry, I didn't... Well, no, I'm that's, sorry for... Um, I mean, it's not fair to do that into the microphone no. as a broadcaster. No, that's right. So, but if you're going to show me these things... I, you're oh, right. I, mean, I can't help it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that is... That's the exact thing I wanted to show you. The woman um, whose skin grows too fast. So, I, I use Snapchat, and I've been using it less and less... And I go over and I just, every now and then, these things show up. And I'm like, this is like a teenage, this is like a kid's app, pretty much. Yeah. Mostly. The tween's app. Yeah. 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 I'd like, they're, they're all using it as far as I know. Mm. I don't they talk are. to any of them. But as far as I know, that's mm. what's going on. And there is all this weird sex stuff going on in these, in, you go over to the uh, Snapchat stories area where it's a publicly Which you can't, posted. you can't avoid. Yeah. If you're in the app. Yeah, it just yeah. they just show up. And so below all of your like friends, there is a subscription thing where you have your Snapchat whores mm-hmm. who post provocative photos. And so below that, again... Below the tax dodgers. Thought audit. Um, is the advertising section. Mm. And they always have these weird... like. Yeah, like I said, weird sex things. And I'm just like, yeah. this is for fucking kids. And it's like, this person, this all these women have problems with their men's penises and things like that. It's yeah, yeah. very bizarre stuff. Uh, how to shame a man with a micro penis. <laughs> that sort of thing. But then, yeah, this one, Born Different, has come up a few times. Yep. And I'm just looking. And I'm like, all right, here's where the dividing point of... Uh, 2019 comes in of internet culture of just exposure because most people are engaging in online activity sorry not most people people vying for attention are just going for exposure first Mm. by sheer numbers they want people on their website their whatever but you can't control the reaction so when you post a monster Mm -hmm. and go oh no they're just born different we're celebrating it all right, but I want to make fun of them because they look like monsters. They look like something Guillermo del Toro puts in a movie mm. that he makes. And he is a spick who makes great monster movies. All fucking uh, practical effects, usually just people in costumes and shit like that. Looks very good. And this bitch just looks burned up. <laughs> and I'm just looking at it going, this woman whose skin grows too fast. It looks like it grew fast, so they decided to put it out with fire. And went, 
Mm, we'll just towel her off now. <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah, not with my bare hands. Just hit her with something. It's just, it's just fucking disturbing to me. Anyway, um, that's another pretty messed up one. Oh. Why is he doing that? That's worse than the freak. That <laughs> <laughs> <It> is. <laughs> More Butterfield. Uh, just just yeah. holding two dogs very close. He always has to wrestle dogs into the photo. Yeah, because they, they don't want to participate. Yeah. So you better force it. Yeah, exactly. For their Instagram. Mm. Stay still, fucking bitch. How am I going to post on your Instagram? The butts man. Okay, so we got some Gervais. We got some Tom Tanuki. Oh, I completely, I'm glad you kept your finger on the pulse. This guy is crazy. Mm. Legitimately. I'm just, yeah. I, like, I knew I, he was giving off those, those vibes. Yeah, just crazy guy. So for people who don't remember, because it has been a little while, uh, Tom Tanuki is an Australian <clears throat> an Australian comedian <laughs> who um I don't know what to say. He describes himself as a activist guy. A political activist online YouTube comedian or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. It was that really was, like prolonged uh, yeah. name, like gotta fill it with words. Very shameful. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Wholeheartedly, those are not normal guy things. So, I've just been looking at what he does uh, on Twitter. It just comes up and I can't make sense of it. Like, we're speaking the same language. We're speaking English, or at least a version of it. And I do not. Un- I can't make sense of what he tweets out. Um. Okay, so here we go. Here, just have a go at this one. We've raised our first generation of kids who have lived their whole lives under this get tough on asylum seekers shit. They'll be 18 now, coming of age, entering uni or full-time work. Having seen liberals push the envelope even further until offshore internment camps are somehow a given... Having seen Labor attempt to seek a mandate to overturn it, then fuck their messaging up and lurch in, lurch to the right in response, then obtain power and dress up the same turd in a red ribbon. Sometimes I wonder if they can even visualise a better way because they've certainly... Now, I'm not even... This is like a serious... Can you make sense of this? I, um, look, no. I can't. I can't follow it. Not sentence to sentence, I can't. And I get the feeling like that in my gut... Mm. I'd be able to have a discussion with a person about immigration and things like that and come to a reasonable conclusion. Mm. I feel like I can do that. But I'm reading this and going, I don't don't know where to begin. I don't know what this dude... He's just going... (laughs) Which is... That's what I do. But I'm not pretending to be like, I'm the guy to follow, bro. Yeah, the guy. I'm the yelling at racist dogs. The watchdog. Oh, righto. Um, And I love... Uh, these these guys are all in with uh, the like the movement of no, you got to be very pro woman uh, no which we are not here we, we are very <laughs> anti woman um, is that the official is that the corporate Adam and Milk that's, stance yeah that's the official yeah. stance and uh, also the unofficial stance no we like women um, but I just don't want them around me. Oh, come on, guys. Come on. Look. Yeah, we shut got, up. We've got a show to do. Um, 
but it's uh, it's like anti like body shaming and that sort of thing. And then you've got this guy just making fun. He's this guy Tom Tanuki making fun of a fat guy because he's on the other side, like politically. Yeah. It's like, oh well, you know, there are countless examples of that sort of thing. But I see that, and I just go, oh yeah, you're just you're one of those guys now. Mm. You, the rules are okay, but they're not really rules. Like I was thinking about the other day, how do you remember in like when you when we were young, and it was somebody would show up at school with like an earring, like a new kid would come and they're like, that's on the gay side. Yeah, like yeah. Wait, right. is it the left or the right that's yeah, the yeah. gay one? But really, there is no rule for that. <laughs> no. It's literally just if we decide whether we like this guy or not. Yeah. We're, nobody pays any attention it's to that. It's a sorting method. Yeah, yeah. A technique. And they, do, they, they haven't grown <clears> out of that. It's the same sort of thing where they, but they abide by the rule, but not really. Yeah. I don't, like... Um, I remember the same thing in primary school. A kid <laughs> just, just complimented another kid's bike. Mm. He said, oh, that's a pretty cool bicycle you've got there. And they just teased him for six months because he said bicycle instead of bike. <laughs> oh, no. Because he was technically correct. <laughs> <It's fucking> <laughs> <Yeah>. Unreal. <laughs> uh, but that's the thing. It's not about the rule that they tell you that it's about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, ISIS fighter with Down syndrome firing an AK-47. So just so everyone knows, women below Downies as far as ISIS are concerned. Yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> and there's, there was, um, there's some sort of progressive Scandinavian country, maybe it's Iceland, who have just bred out people yeah. with Down syndrome. Yeah, I was talking about this the other day. Uh, and yet ISIS... Mate, you're you're on my level. Here's a rifle. Come and fight for the cause. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's crazy. That's yeah. I was literally <clears throat> talking about this two nights ago uh, with a couple, <clears throat> and we're talking about yeah, like there is. I because I, I I brought it up because I noticed a young Downey. It was a, a it was a young family, mm. and they had a little Down syndrome girl, and I'm like, fuck, I haven't seen a young Downey in years. Okay, and I think. We're experiencing the same thing, just like this slow sort of bottleneck because everyone's just aborting them straight away. Mm. Is that... Yeah, I mean, you can do that, can't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's what's happening. That's what happened in... Yeah, like you said, I think it was was Iceland. I think it was Iceland, yeah. Where, yeah, they they just don't have any anymore. Mm. And you go, oh, man. And it it kind of broke my heart seeing it because they were just a happy family. They were just having a good time and everything. And I'm just like, oh, shit, this is kind... We're in this... uh, a mucky area. Yeah. Because uh, you see that it's a positive news spin when it's like uh, Iceland have essentially not had a child born with Down syndrome in this long. And initially go, oh, that's probably good. And you're like, oh, but how? How yeah. did they. It's because they identified that- it early yeah. and went. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, they had an abortion. <laughs> That's the Sarah Silverman crowd. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not kidding. Sarah Silverman posted a a, a, a four minute clip which she divided up into two different tweets, mm. two separate two minute clips. And this is my abortion four minute bit. Just like posted it up there, and there's just, I don't know if she was one of them, but there was a hashtag of like shout out your abortion and stuff like that, mm. which I'll just go, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Like, I don't. You do it. Do it. That's fine. The pride level is just odd. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean... I don't, I don't know. I just think it's weird. 
Yeah, uh, pride a- in a lot of things is weird. Yeah, correct. It is the cardinal sin. That's right. <laughs> so, but there's there's that. It's definitely worse than fucking children. <laughs> we got a nice crowd today. Yeah, oh, no, wow. Welcome. But it's the rape that you can really think about. Oh, here we go. So I found the full version of J. Yeah. So this might. You know, be when it. you think about the rape. No, that wasn't it. Here we go. You know, when you think about the rape, for example, or or just the theft, or but but it's the rape that you can really think about as. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was good to rediscover that. Yeah, that's nice. And no more info on that either. Um, oh, here we go. So we got uh, book deals and films as part of a conspiracy, which I want to get into. We'll do that in a little bit. Um, boring. I do want to address this. People who make spirit animal jokes. Mm. I think my spirit animal might be Fat Thor. Shut the fuck up about spirit. Like I just get really worked up, yeah. with these cut and paste jokes. Or there's like that fat possum in a, who broke into a bakery, and oh, it's laying yeah. there. It's like, ah, oh, my spirit animal, because I like fucking treats as uh, well. Yeah, it's like okay, so you're just a fat animal. Yeah, <laughs> can I fucking kill you then? Like, I don't know what the what yeah are you exactly. Saying? Are you a pest at this yeah. stage or what? Can you just say because like that's the thing that's an unpackaged yeah. So, just write a post saying, I'm fucking useless. <laughs> I'm fat and disgusting and above all, unlovable. Um, it's like, I, I've, there's the deeper layer of what you're saying. Because you, you, what you're saying with that comment is very basic. Hmm. It's just that simple thing of, oh, yeah, I'm fat yeah. and I'm okay with it. All right, that's all right. But you've just made it more complicated by going, my spirit animal is, okay, that's... So you're adding in layers which writers do for complex ideas when they're putting together, mm. you know, a piece of art or or something like that to really let you peel it apart. And we pull apart their work, which is just a copy paste mm. job of like, you know, you replace two words of a thing that's being said by a lot of people, like a sentence, yeah. and go, Here's my version of it and your version of it is just oh, I'm a piece of shit. Mm. Yeah. So I'm happy with that. You fucking cunts. Um, uh, so there are more Butterfield. Jesus Christ. Uh, I can't avoid it. Australia versus America. Ten reasons Australia is better than America. You can, you're can. you online. You're an online guy. Just stop with this. Oh, think, you know, did you know things are different over here to how they are over there? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? You can get ten beers for five bucks over there. Ten beers here a real... Fucking cost you a pineapple. Is that it? Yeah, you've got to use that sort of thing. Use that vernacular. Um, Oh, God. Yeah, this is a bad one. Uh, This is Tom Tanuki. We're going back. All right. This. Should we do this one? Yeah. Uh, A tweet from Tom Tanuki. Seen over in Ohio in the US. At a huge counter to a little KKK inbreeding rally. That was another thing too. There was like 20 dudes at the rally. Like, so it's, again, they're not really a problem. Like, you know? Yeah. Just let them do it and you go, all right, well, fuck off. Let's concentrate on the positive things and work and make the society work, all that sort of thing. Don't worry about the racists. Worry about me. Because <laughs> I'm going to be just looking at you for years. Uh, this great attitude... 
has informed many legendary Hall of Fame yard yells. So yard, according to this man, means yelling at racist dogs. And as we know, dogs are ugly if they are greyhounds and you shouldn't love them. I should this this so this is a photo of a guy at home, of a guy at this protest. I should be at home watching anime and smoking weed, but instead I have to yell at racists. And he barely fits the S in too. Like like you and we run out of room. This is the epitome of laziness. Yeah. And or like that's what you I should be doing this instead. Bare bones. Okay. That's impressive to people who are into anime. And the people who are into anime, nine times out of ten are trans. I do not know of a trans person who does not enjoy anime. Yeah. I don't know a single one. Except for like maybe Bailey J, like the really famous porn star, but mm. anyone I know of like a sort of local level, the CC, the tranny we had on oh, anime. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I know of others, but I, I'm uncomfortable mentioning their names. Sure. Because, you know. Uh, All in the anime. Skylar. I know. You're a, anyway. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, fuck them. They won't listen. Um,. So, there, oh, here we go. There's, there's a story here we could get into actual uh, consequences because a podcast, a comedy podcast, hosted Milo Yapanopoulos. Yep. Um, oh, this is interesting. Maybe it won't be, though. Um, do you, Does anybody remember this man, Roosh? Yes. I don't know. Do you, so, you remember yeah. Roosh? Yeah. So, he's one of those guys that got... Banned from coming to Australia because his views were so abhorrent. He was like gaming women. Hey? Yeah, he was one of those like pickup artist kind yeah, of guys. Yeah. And the biggest controversy was uh, him saying, now this is my interpretation of it. I don't, I didn't read any of it. I just read like secondhand information. Um, he was like, oh, uh, how different would a woman's behavior be? if rape was legal on private property. That's right. Yeah. yeah, so he's like, so if you invited a woman in and she felt unsafe, she just wouldn't go. Yeah. Because she wouldn't have any legal recourse if it was on that property. Like, that was the point of his saying that. Of course, you don't believe that. That's fucking, that's just literally the thought experiment. It's like me and Adam going, hey, imagine if we were born, but like, we were born together, like Siamese twins. Like, we still had our mums. Like separate mm. parents and everything like that, but there was some sort of accident when we. Were, yeah, exactly. It's that kind of level. Like yeah. you know, would you know? Would you have to wipe my ass? We'd have to share an ass. <laughs> yeah. So would you? Would we do fifty fifty on yeah. that? Would it be used as a punishment? Yeah. For indiscretions. That's you're on wiping duties for a week. See, I, that's like, the sort of thing you've got. Yeah, to, yeah out, so, it's it's out there. Yeah, yeah. No, but that's the thing. If you take it seriously, <clears throat> I can understand why you'd go, what the fuck are you doing? Mm. Anyway, we're not getting into that part of it. We don't want anything to do with that because it is what I would call gay. That's Mexico. amazing. Amazing. That's amazing. It's amazing. So, there's been an interesting turn. Now, this is backing up a point that we have made and been making on this show for a long time. If a person is wrong about something, do you do something then and there and then remove them from the discussion forever? Because when you, and, then, and that's a problem, I think. 
when people do that because it doesn't allow times to change. Imagine getting a uh, being bad at maths in primary school and then just them just going, you know what, high school? No, nah, you're not going to be doing that anymore. You're not just just out. You need yeah. no chance at all. <laughs> um, so. I'm going to read this from the top. This is a screenshot from... So, so apparently this guy had a forum. Who, Roosh? Are, yes. Yeah. yeah. So discussion forum, people, I don't know what they do. Pickup artists, they they congregate in forums. Yeah. I read a forum the other day. Um, and it's like... Because a woman in Melbourne got killed and it was like somebody posted it going, look at this forum that talks about where you can find women and shit in Melbourne. Sorry, Watch did it. you... Could you just say what you said uh, one more time, please? That woman that was uh, murdered. Oh, come on. I'm trying to have a topical conversation. Sorry, sorry, mate. No, it wasn't you. It was the... Yeah, bloody crowd. It was these guys. Audience. You should just uh, just settle down, mate. Settle down. Yeah. You'll be okay. So, anyway. Yes, they do have forums and they're very detailed. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking So, it's obviously a bit of a... I don't know. A fad. There's a lot of... Do you remember that guy, Cannibal Cop? No. Remember him? No. Um, So he's... He was in New York and he was part of these weird cannibal forums where it was like sexual fetish... Fetish? Fetish? (laughs) Fetishization. Thank you. (laughs) That is why we share a brain. (laughs) I'm fucking struggling with that shit. And an ass. <laughs> <laughs> one brain, one ass. <laughs> oh fuck! Um, yeah. So this dude, and this was like it wasn't too long ago. It was like three, four years ago. He had he was a police officer, mm. and as part of the like fantasy, would he had a map of like his wife's like running route her like morning routine and stuff like that had all this detail as part of it. And, you know, it, she found it or whatever, used it to get a divorce and they tried to get him. I don't know if he was thrown in jail or whatever, but that was the big contention was like, no, 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 this is fantasy. Mm. So to what point do you get to go, oh no, this guy's serious about it. Or was he actually planning to, to eat her, to mm, kill her and right. eat her? Because the fantasy was to have somebody, you know, it's, it's a... Fucking so was his situation. username Cannibal Cop? <laughs> no, that's just a great nickname oh, by right. the local media. Yeah, I was going to say. So uh, Pat Dixon might be a psychopath, but he did do one very funny thing, mm. which is he did a dating show for Cannibal Cop when he was out. They yeah. had him on there after everyone knew. Yeah, he's just like oh, it was a fantasy, uh, you know. <laughs> and it was like they did like a full dating show. They had. Like three women there, they'd ask questions and stuff like that. It Fuck. was bizarre. That's funny to me. That's yeah, very no, funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, these ends have a forum. And when I say ends, I mean nice dudes. <laughs> That's what we call our fans, just nice blokes. Hello out there, you ends. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We've been shut down. <laughs> well, it's over. Um. So, uh, so the forum. So this is a screenshot from a member of this like forum, of this paid forum, I assume. Due to my recent return to faith, and so is this Roosh? Yep, this is Roosh. Sorry, we've come back. Yep, we're, we're back on Roosh, the like <coughs> sex dude. 
pickup artist who said some unpleasant things. Uh, so he said, due to my recent return to faith, and it's got that little blue color. So I assume there's they've always got a big blog post backing up their their ideas. Yeah. My sense of morality is becoming based on the Bible. I've stopped a lot of behaviors that I've used to do and I'm in the process of making other changes. I've also realized that the majority of my published materials and online platforms lead men into sin or enable them to partake in sin. I no longer want this to occur. So I'm implementing two new rules on the forum that are effective on blah, 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 June 1st, 2019. You can no longer discuss fornication or premarital. Premarital. That's it. Yeah, I'm just uh, premarital. Just really pre-Martian sexual activity. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I'm just retarded. It's <laughs> Mate, the best well. Way, it's the best you way to re- do it. <laughs> um, I just like being retarded. Like I don't want to work on my speech that much. Yeah, it's a charm. I want to be able to uh, speak better. From brain to mouth, mm. but from word to brain to mouth, I don't give a fuck. Because I can <laughs> redo it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, premarital sexual activity. Things you can discuss meeting with women with the intention of entering a relationship with them. Woo! <laughs> but it's the rape that you can really think about. That's right, Roosh. <laughs> Going on dates, how to enter relationships. Using technology to meet women, how to maintain relationship sexual activity while married. Mm. <laughs> um, so, I scre- I found this I don't know on Twitter somewhere, mm-hmm. uh, and I found I just think it's a great example of like all right. So is this guy in the right now because mm. he's made a change? And I saw somebody commented on it and said, um, oh, he's probably actually looking to get married now. And so they're just going to Google him and find out this shit. So it's like, he's obviously going to clean that. Yeah, yeah. He's obviously got to clean that up if he wants to be married. And it's like, oh, okay. Well. An active reversal. Yeah. And is he right? Is he wrong? I don't give a fuck. Mm. But I, I'm like, well, now look at him in his current model, his current 2019 version. Do you go, oh, no, this is a guy that we can have back in Australia now. This is a guy like that can mm. travel or whatever. Mm. And this is the problem where you go, you could don't, when you kick people out and punish them for some ideas and stuff like that without an actual crime, you're kind of cutting them off and, Mm. yeah, it's a bad thing. Anyway, interesting to me. We can leave that. Uh, We've got uh, Neil Brennan we've been making fun of a lot because he is what I would call a faggot in. Mm. A faggot nice guy. Um, Neil Brennan They're in on it. says, come on, guys. Are you? Come on. Uh, so Jim Gaffigan, who is a, an, a very popular comedian. Yeah. Um, like a, he's a family comedian. He's like a PG, maybe M15 plus guy. Nothing too... Outspoken people might remember him from his cameos as Jim on the Flight of the Concords television series. So he promoted his material, he promoted his special, whatever it was. And Neil Brennan, former 
Chappelle show writer, former comedian, now woke comedian. And he says, you know, he promotes his thing and Neil has like a sarcastic reply. So Jim is promoting, Neil is doing the sarcastic reply and says, which one has that one joke about food? You'd say like a food and then you'd talk about it and I'd be over here dying. Now it was uh, the hot pockets bit. Mm. Which is like a va- very famous thing. A lot of people know it. It's one of those one of those things where the bit becomes so big, people like shout it out and they want people him to want perform to hear it. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Again, if that's your bag, man, that's all right. But that's weird to me. I don't. I, I know it. I've heard yeah. it. Yeah, I know. I don't want to see it just acted out. Yeah, again. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's and I'm sure he doesn't really want to bizarre. do it either. Does he? I don't know. He does it. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. He's getting paid. He's got like five kids. So yeah. I think his, his mindset's very different to what we yeah, want to comedy. Yeah, he's got a good thing so for himself. Yeah. That's the thing. I don't... Yeah, we don't dislike uh, Jim Gaffigan or anything because he's doing like a separate thing. But we but do dislike Neil Brennan. That's right. Because he's not... He's trying to do like the real guy kind of thing. Yeah. He's like a... Anyway. And then trying to be cool by shitting on a safe comedian. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, Neil has a special called Three Mics, where he performs on three different microphones and does three different acts or three different parts of his psyche that he projects through the microphones, whatever it is. I don't know. It's unbearable and it's (laughs) definitely not funny. And so, he says, uh, you'd say like a food and you'd talk about it and I'd be over here dying. That's how he talks, I think. Uh, Jim Gaffigan says, Neil, it's the special where I have three microphones. One microphone is for jokes I pretend I can't remember that I read off a card. Oh, brutal. Thank you very much. So, yeah, I'm assuming, because I didn't make it very far into the three mics special, but he's doing that thing where all comedians pretend like they're making up a joke at the time, mm. but they're just saying the most rehearsed piece of shit that they've been doing for months and possibly years. Yeah. And they're like, oh, just, it's all off the cuff. I'm just a funny guy. <laughs> Are ya? Not that funny. Anyway. <clears throat> and neither am I. Like, I'm not that funny, but I'm not pretending to do it. Like, that's weird. Okay, so uh, one microphone is for jokes I pretend I can't remember that I read off a card. One mic is for emotional manipulation of the audience and one microphone is for mentioning The Chappelle Show and Celebrity Friends. Big, big Jim. I know. And the thing that I love about it most is that it's Jim Gaffigan. The dude does nothing. He he doesn't beef with anybody. There's none of that comedian shit. Powerful Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, I like him now. I'm yeah. a fan. I'm going to buy what? things from him. Wise. <laughs> but that, that he's very astute. And this is what I think... This is why I don't trust comedians on podcasts because they all say, this guy's hilarious, this guy's funny. Oh, you should buy his special. You don't believe that. Yeah, exactly. They're just hoping... Oh, sorry. They're just hoping that one day maybe they'll be popular enough to help them out in return. Mm. So they all Which lie. they wouldn't. No, because they're dog shit. Yeah. Um... So very self-centered individuals. It's really... Yeah, it's disgusting. Uh, so one mic is for emotional manipulation of the audience. 
Oh, popular. Using those. Oh, I love it. I love it. Just oh, everything that I hate about modern comedy. Um, <laughs> that's funny to me. Uh, Where are they at? Where's everyone at? I don't know. I think they're yeah. gone. Damn. Um, no, no. Oh, update. Yeah, what the fuck? So. Doug Stanhope. <laughs> okay, yeah, update on Doug Stanhope. If you haven't, I'm assuming you've heard the previous episode where we were talking about his wife, partner, Bingo, was his name. Oh? Yep. And what happened was somebody gave her drugs, uh, which is something that he does all the time. And she did too much and he blamed people and was threatening violence. So there's a photo of her just asleep at somewhere, maybe a restaurant. (laughs) What? She looks good, man. I like how her very puffy jacket matches her blue hair too. It's very good. Very attractive. What a healthy relationship. Yeah, especially when she's just running away at times and everything. Um, So he blew up about... Giving her somebody giving her drugs and was threatening violence, all that sort of thing. And he then tweets a photo, this is weeks later, of her asleep without her consent. It's wrong to ditch her as a joke. It would be wrong. I know it's funny to you and to me to leave her in some Sky Club. Ah, okay, so it's at the airport. Access room in LAX while I zip off to MSP. Shut up with your... I hate yeah, no. the acronym. Like we things. all just should know what it is. And they're just... It's the internet people it's the forum users that's what i need to see like unearthed is somebody to really unpack what the psych the pathology of forum users because they'll just start throwing around these like little acronyms and things like that Mm. as if everyone should know it straight away and it's so uninviting to people because they're like, oh, yeah, well, uh, LA2V was this and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, you go, I'm, I'm on the outer. Yeah. I can't get in. At least start by saying the full thing and then skip to it so I can work back and go, oh, that means this That's, and whatever. That is the etiquette. Yeah. That is the etiquette to say, spell it out properly once and from then on and mention that you'll refer to it as the acronym. Yeah. And, and then, then go from there. we're all on board. If that's what you want to do go down that path but to do it like that I don't know it's fucking bizarre so uh, funny but wrong joking wrong. about yeah leaving his leaving her leaving there. bingo at the airport which would be good <laughs> probably good for both of them okay so that's a, just a cringe photo <laughs> Isaac Butterfield taking a photo of himself because we know he self-produces everything. So it's all uh, like blacked out uh, background with a very heavy shadow over him. And he's flexing his arms. He's got his arms crossed, uh, looking very sternly at the camera. Please put in white writing the best goddamn creative, inventive, motivational quote of all time here in this photo. This is just, that's like... Here is a great stock standard photo of me looking strong and smart. Can you please, someone else, find some sort of quote and then um, I'll send you a fucking box of stickers and I'll use the photo on social media. My mass printed shit stickers. Um, 
strong. So how did you describe that? Strong and strong and smart. Strong and smart. I wonder if he was inspired to do this by a man called Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. When we first met Isaac, what happened? And he was box- oh shut up. He was wearing. He was wearing a Joe Rogan T-shirt, and he continues to mention Joe Rogan as much as possible. Merch because he wants to be Joe Rogan so bad. The Aussie Joe Rogan first, <laughs> and then something bigger than that. Okay, I'm going to try and find his documentary because this is unreal. Do you want to do? Do you want to do the doco, mate? If you find think, the doco, I think it's time. Behind the beard. There we go. That's it. All right. <clears throat> so I'm gonna. You know what? Let's take a little a little breather. Mm-hmm. We'll get ourselves a drink. Get ourselves ready to go. Ooh, that's not good. Um. Wood. You like, uh, what, what, what would you like to play in the break, Adam? Hmm. So coming up after the break, we're going to be observing Isaac Butterfield in depth. And true to Adam and Milk unpleasant style, this isn't deep-seated research. This is just openly available. This was put in front of us. We didn't have anyone message this to us. We didn't have anyone go, hey guys, we heard this. It's not like Bathhouse Joe Rogan, where we had to do a little bit of digging and find out some things. This is open for discussion. So when we come back, we are going to be, this is going to be big. It's going to take a long time. And when I say big, I mean big to us <laughs> and hopefully big to you too. Uh, because... It's micro penis. <laughs> Have you got a uh, you got a song? Mm, not fade away. Okay. Please. Uh, TV or? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, go, yeah, 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 yeah. TV. Well, I'd like to introduce these uh, Rolling Stones to you one at a time. This is the lead uh, vocal right here, yeah. Mr. Mick uh, Jagger. Hi, Mick. Hello. How are you? And this would be Brian Jones. Is that right? Uh, Brian Jones, how are you? And you are? Bill Wyman. Bill Wyman. He plays bass guitar. And your name? I'm Keith Richards. Keith, how are you? Well, at least he's doing Keith introductions. Richards. And your mm. name? They don't do that anymore. They're just like, Queens of the Stone Charlie Age. Yeah, yeah okay. we're Charlie mates. Walton's. Watts. Watts. Watts, I see. Now, how long... Uh, have you fellows been together as a unit now? In About 18 months. 18 months. Uh, do you know the Beatles, gentlemen? Yeah. Well, you cut, you, cut, you cut them in the hair department a little bit, don't you? Uh, how long has the long hair been fashionable in England? About four years. All right, what a let's go. Gloria Matt. Gloria Matt. So they, someone right came up to them and they're crying. What the fuck? <laughs> Good, Fate this captivating right. television. I can't make up my mind. If it was fucking 1964, I'd just be stoked to be seeing images. (laughs) There weren't my dad hitting me. (laughs) 
All right. <clears throat> he brought it on himself. What's that? He brought it on himself. Ozak. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you're right. His behavior, he's brought it on himself. Um, That's all I can say. So let's just go. So we're back, by the way. Um, we just had to go. Empty our balls. Uh, yeah. That's where uh, your pee comes from, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. Uh, goes to the liver. Yep. Like your intake goes to the liver, uh, then to the balls, then to the outside. Uh, passes through the um, little mouth of yeah, the penis. Yeah, the micro. Yeah, yeah, the mouth of the micro. Mm. I think that's what... There's a lot of uh, confusion because, you know, there's that organ- was that organisation Media Matters? Mm. Um, but then it, they got confused for the micro mouth. <laughs> so when they people type in MM... And they're like, oh, I need to find out about this, my yeah. micro mouth, having a few uh, urethra Franklin problems. <laughs> and uh, I'm, getting nar- I'm getting no R E S P E C. R E S P. Having problems with P. Yeah, <laughs> urethra Franklin. Oh, wait, that's not how you spell respect. R E S P. Welcome. YouTube pulls me off, and then iTunes pulls me off. That so, reminds me of a short film produced at Juni High School. Don't go into that trap door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we will one day. We will. So for anyone listening right now, <clears throat> remember, th- there will be an event in the future where we will talk about that. And you will understand. You will get why we said, oh, no, we'll just leave that. We'll leave it. I You'll can tell you right that. now, you can forget everything I've ever said about paying for media because that story will be behind a paywall. <laughs> <laughs> I think. As it kind of needs to be now. That's, that's yeah. the direction that we're going in, which is for the best because otherwise people who don't want it dictate what can be said and what can't be. Um, and I want to continue to call people retards. And I don't know, like, what, what am I meant to do with that? Mm. We're at an impasse. Uh, so, all right, so we, we, we relieved ourselves. We put the, uh, the micro mouth to use. Uh, we got ourselves a couple of coffees. Um, yeah, which I've only just started drinking because... At 26, yeah, 27? 27 years old. Um, Nothing wrong with that. And... Well, it's, I feel like I'm slowly still just learning so much about the world mm. and how things work. Excuse me. Uh, I feel like the model that I was running on is very not, just not Outdated. good enough. Not good enough. Um, You've updated the operating system. <laughs> yeah, I have. Yeah. I have. And it's fucking bizarre because I, I'm, I understand now when people say, oh, let's go for a coffee. They're not going, hey, let's go for a hot, delicious beverage and have a discussion. What they mean is, let's go do stimulants, talk shit, and then fire shit out of our asshole at 48 <laughs> kilometers an hour. Yeah. That's what they mean. It's the same old process, it's isn't it? fucking bizarre. That's, all, that's, that's literally what they're saying. They're saying, let's do stimulants. Because mm. that's all it is. Yeah. I need to get going. And I need to get my body uh, working, specifically my colon. Mm. Need to but that's the thing. You have a coffee like right. Oh, I'm look, I've been looking forward to it. 
It'll give me a little energy boost. I'll clean the gutters. And um, then I'll have to try and contend with the crash. It's just yeah. exact. It's a stimulant. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bizarre. And people wonder why, uh, like, cocaine, speed, meth becomes, like, popular. Because they're just further, like, they're definitely a lot further down the, lo- down the yeah. path. But they're in that category of stimulants. And I just, I don't know, man, I'm just very confused by this is the reality that everyone lives and this is, it's the okay one though. Mm. I don't know. It's confusing to me. But it's the rape that you can really think about. That's good. It can always save me. I'll like go nowhere with a story (laughs) or a point and I'm going to just go back to that and I'm all right. And I'm good. It's good. It's a little reset. It's like you click L3 in a certain game and it'll recenter your camera. Mm. That's what it is. Uh, that's Sometimes you need that because you're that's a little right. bit too far away or whatever and you can always rely... Too much freedom. There's no one here going, uh, you know, wrap it up. Unbelievable. 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 Yeah. I'm glad that I won't have to mess with that. Okay. So, here's what <clears> we're going to do. <throat> we're going to watch a self-made documentary. So... Isaac Butterfield has been doing comedy I don't know how long, but I'm assuming it is under five years. There is not a single comedian, working comedian, experienced comedian, respected, who thinks anyone who has been doing comedy less than 15 years deserves an hour-long comedy special. There, there just isn't. I don't know a single one. There is none that would say any of this rubbish is any good. So he put out his own comedy special. And to help promote it, he put out a 32-minute documentary about himself. <laughs> Produced by himself. Filmed by himself. Edited by himself. And I know I bring this up all the time. But I want everyone at home to really understand how psychotic you have to be to look at yourself on a video display on a screen for hours and hours, looking at your own movements, looking at your own eyes, your own... listening to your voice. Yeah. Most people can empathise, like start with the voice because I think most people have heard themselves on a recording. Do I sound like that? Yeah, yeah, it it happens. (laughs) I'm such a faggot. (laughs) (laughs) Say say hello into this tape recorder. Oh, hello. Mm. Can you play it back to me? (laughs) I love cock. (laughs) (laughs) But like that's what happens to most, not that, but... um, Similar. Most people have that reaction Mm. of... Oh, do I like they? Mm. It's so off-putting because you're not <clears> meant to sort of hear that. Yeah, you're meant to experience it from the internal. Yeah, that's right. And that's where the control comes from. It's because it, it's not useful to you to really have that uh, skill. And there's a reason that you have a producer, have an editor. There's a reason a lot of the best filmmakers have editors. Mm. Um, aside from like Kubrick, who did it all and does all his editing himself but most of the best ones because they need somebody else to help trim the shit away. Mm. Anyway, I'm off point again. Um, 
Well, he's done it all himself. Think about the rape, for example, or or just the theft, or but but it's the rape that you can really think about as. So the using the voice thing. So just to go, all right, the voice. Now imagine just how much worse seeing yourself is. Every bad photo, Mm. but there's twenty three of them every second. It's not right. It's not normal. That's not a normal person. So, well, but it's different because all the stars of the past, they never had anything to do with that. They never watched their own shit. They didn't do anything Fuck like that. No. They were certainly weren't involved in the creative process. No, it's a different thing. There's a reason you hire beautiful people to appear in films because mm. they're better looking. It's easier to enjoy. That's the difference between <laughs> Hollywood and any of those weird European films that are usually pretty good if we hear about them over here. Yeah. We'll or the street shitter films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do some all right ones every now and then. Yeah. Um, yeah, street shitters. Indians is what we mean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just meant um, filmmakers. Oh, okay. Mm. Sorry, I thought you meant the shit skins. <laughs> I'd have said that if I was talking about <laughs> Indians. Oh dear! Okay, All right. <laughs> this is gonna. This might take a while. Ah, so I got urethra pain. <laughs> Does that happen to you? Um, every Sometimes. now and then, but oh. only after I've fucked a Taiwanese prostitute. <laughs> um, no, could, I know what you mean. You get a sting oh, every God, now and then. Yeah. It's bizarre. I oh, know. It's. <laughs> I'm glad it happened. Because I'm not using it on you know? like. In the recording, because that's evidence that it occurred. It does occur, people. But it's very rare. People, girls probably wouldn't know. Just how I don't know what it yeah. means on what it's like to bleed mm. every week. I mean, every month or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. How I, oh no, I got a pain in my cunt. But you would just think, oh, you're just sitting there not using it. Mm. Why would you get a shooting pain? Well, I don't know either. <laughs> yeah. But it definitely happens. I think it happens to me like every few <clears> years <throat> now. I haven't, okay. like, it's not that, it's well, I can't remember. decreased yeah. in um, frequency. That's good. I think so. I hope so. Maybe it's a good thing. Maybe you're impotent. I hope so. <laughs> then I just don't have to stress about You'll a lot focus of on, yeah, creativity. Yeah. That's what I said. Chop, I'd become a eunuch before I'd lose anything else. Mm. Before I'd lose my hand. Or before I'd lose my fucking sense of smell. Depends on which hand. For me, yeah. personally. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose I could go without one hand. Not both, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll go the hand. <laughs> I'll keep the cock for now. That's the same thing I said for the Taiwanese prostitute. I'll, I'll go the hand because yeah, you cunt's you. useless. And it's seven feet. No, no. And because I've only got $60. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just take what I can get. Um, all right, enough whore talk. All right, just going to fix... No, can't do that. All right, good. Let's... We're getting there. Let's get this started now. Um, yeah, that's what we need. That'll help. It's time for the Isaac Butterfield story. Seems excessive. So, Ladies very intense music. Oh. Please give it up for Can you pause Isaac? that for a sec? I just want to say, 
So with that opening sequence, because people, anyone listening can't see it, it was basically just close-up black and white shots of him making minor adjustments to his suit. So recently I was involved in some photos where I was in a suit and the photographer just kept saying, okay, just fiddle with your buttons, just fiddle with your tie, just do this stuff. So that's essentially what he was doing. Everyone knows that. Now, I, I like a person who dresses well. I keep an eye out for it. I usually comment on it. It's uh, it's we've talked about it before. It's just taking a little bit of pride and stuff. Yeah, it's uh, it's respectful. Yeah. I think it's it's yeah. showing respect to my eyes and to yourself. And I mean, it all flows on from yeah. that. It's simple. I don't like people who like people to know that they dress well. I don't yeah. like it. Yeah, cool people don't it. talk about being fucking cool. People who dress well. Yeah, I'm. It just I don't know. Maybe I'm. No, Been a bit harsh there, but I, I get that vibe too. Well, here's the thing: that was just like busy work. Yeah, that was. Um, sorry, I've got to turn that up. I can't hear myself. It's a bit of a theme in his uh, presentations, though. To be, he'll um, talk about how good his suits are. He'll make a real, you know, he'll make jokes about how well he's dressed and how good he looks. Yeah, and stuff. It's, but it's like it's it's, it's not. Funny. Yeah, it's the old humble brag that yes. just pisses me off. All right, are we moving forward or... Yeah, either mm. talk about being a fag and still do it. Mm. Like, I mean, that's what I'll do. Like, I'll dress like a fag and I'll be like, yeah, but I look good. Like, mm. bright colours, all that sort of shit. <laughs> but you've got to acknowledge that, it, you know, you can do you can do both. Yeah. But you know, I can't just be like, oh, no, I'm just uh, doing this. Really, you're just adjusting all this. And come on, mate. <laughs> grow up. Um. Yeah, so that was just pointless busy work. There's no reason for that there to be there. Nope. Uh, and it's very standard for any comedian to do the intro. Yeah, where they're walking, where they're sort of Leaving the green room. Oh. The gre- they love bringing up the green room. Yeah, when I was hanging out, they were good. They came back. They met me in the green room. And yeah. They love bringing that up because <laughs> it's like this backstage thing. I used yeah, to think backstage was cool when I was 16. Yeah. But really, it smells because mm. everyone who performs there goes back there. It stinks like cigarettes. Mm. There's usually stains everywhere, and it's only cool if you like. I don't know. Maybe no, it's not cool unless you're playing Madison Square Garden, yeah, or the Acer Arena. But it's not cool at. Uh, I'm assuming this was some club in Melbourne that they hired out because it was part of the comedy festival. Yeah, that would have been it. Quite simple. Jesus. Mouth breather. <laughs> Ooh, dramatic. Behind the beard. Always got to bring up the beard too. Yeah, Make yeah. sure that's Can't, the focal point. That's what I mean. Can't just have a beard. Mm. Have to talk about it all the time. Let everyone know that you have a beard. Mm. People can see. Just like people can see you're dressing, taking care in your appearance. Don't make it who you are. But um, did you know that I'm black, though? So, And as a black man, I need to <sighs> yeah, blah, blah, right. blah. Come on now. We know. Yeah. Just be a person. You blacks. <laughs> <laughs> Action. <laughs> what are you doing, you little dung? I don't think what I did he call him? A little dung? A little dung? What the fuck is a dung? Oh, I think that's a word they used to use out in the suburbs. 
my friend. Oh, okay. That's what they'd call an N. Um, so they've just cut to some footage of him as a child. So this is a guy who does, uh, videos on YouTube and now I get to see him as a child. So that's cool. Your first port of call, if you're doing a documentary or something like this in high school is to go with the footage from Mm. childhood. Start off with childhood footage. This is where it all began. Me being, look, here's me being a little bit silly when I was four, like a rather four-year-old. Yeah, we were all children. Yeah, we all did. Uh. That was the joke in, uh, do you remember that movie Matilda? Yep. That was the joke in Matilda. The the fucking principal mm. was like, uh, I hate children. Glad I never was one. <laughs> like that was the fun, that was yeah. the joke. Yeah. Everyone was a child. That's the point. Yeah. Um, and they even do it in movies now to like fill in backstory. Like, oh, I wonder what about their past. And they do like uh, footage of like the dad holding the camera. And they, f- they, you know, they fake footage of the past yeah. to do that to, to like, it's a way to sort of paint some broad strokes of like backstory. Mm. It's just bland, boring, and uninventive. Yep. Fault the way I grew up. <laughs> I had amazing parents, mum. And- Sorry, gotta go back. <laughs> what are you doing, you little doom? Are you doom? I don't think I could fault the way I grew up. I had amazing parents, mum and dad were both very strong. People in their own. So I want to take the uh, opportunity to remind everybody of a quote from someone I don't know. <laughs> um, but it's very true. The difference between journalism and uh, documentary filmmaking is music. Journalism is a presentation of ideas. And when you add music in, you are trying to invoke emotions in the audience. Emotional manipulation, like Mr. Gaffigan said. Exactly right. Why are you doing that? Well, it's a documentary about him and blah, blah, blah. Okay, you're going to do that. So we're going to, okay, we're going to get emotional because he loves his parents. Okay, that's really a unique trait. Mm. I love it. Uh, I'm Isaac Butterfield and uh, here's a story about my lack of struggles, basically. <laughs> no, you've got to remember... Oh. It gets gets good. It gets good. Oh, the struggles come. Mm, There's bound to be, because otherwise... But I mean, I listen, for example, to Laura Jane Grace's autobiography. And that's a a childhood struggles Mm. there. You can see a lot of what sort of led her to be an artist and all this sort of stuff. That's interesting. Throw out just a couple of of struggles in the... Uh, Her father was a military man. They were always moving. He was very... Strict and unloving. Mm-hmm. Um, she always felt like she wanted to cut her penis off. <laughs> Was arrested a lot as a teen. Yeah, arrested, dealing drugs mm. and yeah, living in squats and. But I mean, at least it's there's some stories. Well, there. I couldn't fault my upbringing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, great. All right. <laughs> well, what can we talk about? Then? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love my parents, but I'm not going to come on here and like. Yeah, I know. What? <sighs> yeah. What's the point? Yeah. I'm right. I had four younger brothers. I was a happy kid. Like the name Isaac literally means the funny one. I just want to point out too. So this this is a shot. Now this is a classic um, interview shot where you have somebody facing, not facing the camera, but yeah. turned away from the camera as if they're talking to an interviewer. There's nobody interviewing him. We'll find that out later. But <clears> he's... <throat> Talking as if he's being interviewed, so looking behind the camera, past the camera, <laughs> at the interviewer. 
that he has set up himself. So he knows how this looks. So he's done the lighting and everything, which is really bad, by the way, because you can see the yeah, it's just like- this ble- the light from outside bleeding in. See, there's uh, when things are shot professionally, you'll notice uh, outside is very is as visible as inside. Mm. Um, because they light the shit out of the room to make it ma- try and match the sun so that it's not glaringly obvious. <laughs> and I say glaringly because that's what happens. You get glare. We are getting glare in this. <laughs> the entire right third of this shot is glare. One minute 18 in. They've just oh, close those blinds over. Just get a better spot. Yeah. You don't have to have a window behind you. They've got a window with the blinds shut. Just turn go to another part of the room. Why don't you do it in front of your little bookcase that you bought from Kmart mm. with all of your little trinkets to tell everyone how great you are and, you know, little nods to your audience. <laughs> Alcoholics. <laughs> Alcohol-dependent people. Yeah. Lonely people. Lonely alcoholic pinheads. I'm funny. So, all right, yeah, we're a minute and 20 in and he's going, I am funny. Isaac literally means fucking funny. Yeah, so it was meant to be. Okay, so you believe in prophecy? I don't understand. Like, that's what I don't get. Mm. What are you saying with that? To a T. My parents sort of gave me the ability to do not whatever I wanted to do, but to be myself. Uh, you know, my dad was always quite... Um, Little ad in the corner for his comedy special. Way your natural... Express- oh, that's hard-coded in. Yeah. That's not that's clickable. No, that's... I can't get rid of it. Mm. Jesus. All right, we're going to go back. Self. My dad was always quite, um, he tried to cultivate in the best way your natural expression of the type of person who you wanted to be. I do remember distinctly, uh, it was a long, divvy. So, they've gone again, so we're at a different location. This is what I think is the same room, but a different area Mm. um, of his dad, Tony Butterfield. And then just let us know, father, there. And now he's facing the camera. Like, they haven't used the same setup so that the uh, sequence of, like, interviewees uh, syncs up so that they're all either in the same place or in the same space but flipped opposite. That's how you kind of break up a documentary. You'll notice that if you just go go to Netflix, Netflix have so many documentaries, not not a lot of them are great, but the production's better than this rubbish. Yeah. Um, so you'll in um, in filmmaking, sorry, TV, I should say specifically, they believe in thirds. So you divide the screen up into thirds, um, vertically and horizontally. And so with an interview, you'd stick with uh, vertical, and you'd want a person on the, for example, the left third. You'd want mm. the sort of middle of their person in that little area there. He's not. He's, he's in between. Yeah, he's in between the thirds and kind of facing the camera. So Isaac was behind the camera for this one. He could have fixed that up. And I don't know why he didn't. Oh, no, because he made sure he was framed right in his shot. Mm. He was so focused on it, he didn't even worry about the sun blaring through the fucking no. blinds at 2pm. Let, let the dad suffer, though. That's mm. all right. Birth. Oop, just talking about his birth. Mm. Fascinating. Who you wanted to be. I do remember distinctly, uh, it was a long, difficult birth. You didn't birth him. <laughs> all day, all night. He and came uh, straight out the mouth of my c- 
cocked. <laughs> what was it? My micro mouth. Micro mouth. My MM. <laughs> my MM was throbbing after that, boy. Don't worry about that. Yeah, little, little Isaac coming out of my urethra, Franklin. In the end, we got him out how best we could. And we got him as out. As I drove away, I had to be... We got him out of my wife's cunt the best <laughs> we could. Why are they talking about his birth? <laughs> in New Zealand. So just some shots of him as a baby. Okay. Cats in the cradle came on. <laughs> what? <laughs> Didn't you hear this bit, the original? I don't remember this. Hang on. So this is... What, what is it? So this... Cats in the Cradle by... Um, oh, I can't even fucking remember who sings it. I always remember the Ugly Kid Joe cover. Ah, uh, yeah. Harry, Cat Stevens. Harry Shapen, I think, actually. Cat might have done a version of it. What the fuck? That's yeah, that's not a bullshit it. version. Um... Yeah, that's that's that's, the guy. It, that's it. Yeah. Oh. Is this it? Or Must is this be the original. Okay. Ugly Kid Joe played a bit lower. A child arrived just the other day. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so this song, usual way, which is popular with everybody, <laughs> and gets. So, this song that's popular with everyone and gets plenty of radio play now, played on the radio in the early 90s. And he's like, oh, it was meant to be, boys. This was fucking... Again, they're prophesizing. Yeah. Ooh. In the end, we got him out how best we could. And as I drove away, I had to be in New Zealand playing rugby league. Cats in the cradle came on. Just mentioning the rugby league <laughs> casually. You used to play rugby league. Yeah, okay. I had to play professional NRL. Yeah. Uh, and so, hang on. The whole song is about wanting to be like his dad. So why didn't he play rugby league? <laughs> oh, well, let's find out. Let's continue. Well, just a little reminder that um, while there was... This music's so loud, it's nearly unbearable. Yeah, I know. What the fuck? Mix your dad a little higher. I can see the microphone strapped to his T-shirt. It's currently stabbing him in the <laughs> neck. Look at that. It's pushing yeah. against his vocal cords. Yeah. Fuck. Jesus. Planes to catch, your bills to pay. I needed to be close to the kids. And I think I've sort of kept my side of that bargain. I think it was really important to me in my life growing up that my mum was a very strong person. Dad was a professional footballer, so he was away with work on a weekly basis. And mum was just such... Every two weeks. Yeah. Every two weeks for about games. 22 weeks a year. Yeah. So there's still plenty of, like, so that's maybe 12 weekends Yeah. that he's away. But that is it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, really, real struggle. Usually back on Sunday, or, yeah. you know. Yeah. But oh, sometimes, you know, the Newcastle games, it'd, uh, they'd be rained. So they'd be yeah. stuck there maybe for a bit afterwards. Sometimes he'd really have to earn his fucking six grand a week. <laughs> <laughs> Getting his head smashed in by retards. <laughs> Such a strong, incredible influence. Got to bring up the strong that. mum because it's 2019 and we're all progressive now. You better give her a passing mention yeah. before we go back to talking about myself. <laughs> yeah, just oh, my parents are <clears throat> real good. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Virtue signaling. The thing that he claims to hate so much. And he's just doing it all the time. Hey. Highlight clips from the dad. My dad played for the Newcastle Knights. 
and he was one of the original players for that team and played for a number of years. Rugby league was uh, serious for me um, at that time. and um... Yeah, it was your job. <laughs> of course it was serious. <laughs> yeah. what is, why is this about rugby league? Yeah. Imagine if you're a police officer. Yeah, well, look, when I was a police officer, law enforcement was pretty serious for me. Yeah, I know. You're a full-time cop, aren't you? Yeah. That must be. <laughs> I don't understand this. Isaac was close to that. I used to love watching like highlight tapes of him. I went to my first I don't game waste my time with that shit anymore, though. <laughs> I just watch CP. <laughs> it was uh, serious for me um, at that time, and um, Isaac was close to that. I used to love watching like highlight tapes of him. I went to my first game when I was two weeks old as a baby. What do you so, remember about it? So we've gone forward to, to him being a little bit older, yep. and now we've gone back to two him being old. a baby? Yeah. And NRL. We're talking <clears throat> about NRL. Why? Uh, he was on the bus for the grand final trip home from Sydney when the Knights won the '99 grand final. I was there. I was on the team bus. Not for molestation. For cuddles. He was part of that, which uh, I think um, preordained him to be sort of a bit of a rugby league guy over the years. And well, he's not though. <laughs> he's a YouTuber. He went on to play. I don't know, 15, 16 years straight. When I was a young kid, I used to stay at my grandparents' house at least once a week. He used to come every week. Okay, so now big, drunk, big, huge, drastic yeah. jump. Because nothing happened. Yeah, yeah. He just had a normal life. Yeah, okay. My dad played NRL, so that's pretty important. Yeah. Not to a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> He's gran. I'm surprised it doesn't come up with... So his dad gets named yeah. father. Yeah. Gran? No. Gran. Just gran. Probably doesn't even know a fucking name. <laughs> Beryl. <laughs> I'm going to call her Beryl. Because I don't like that name. <laughs> and from school before he turned 18. And then he lived here for over a year. They were probably the biggest influence on my life as far as humour goes. Like, Pop's a massive smartass in the most hilarious way. And Gran is, like, just a beautiful human being and has done so much for me. But she also is just hilarious. Yeah, we had a special bond. And- okay. Great. Give us an example there. i got to go uh, back for Isaac. that. Because they just said, oh, yeah, they're real funny. Yeah, they're real good. good." There's like an edit between two. In the most hilarious way. Yeah, but no example. Mm. He doesn't have any. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You planned a documentary, man. You can at least think of a story. Yeah. You need to, you can't just go, I've found, um, or I've come to the conclusion that most people's uh, brains actually operate on alpha waves and not theta. Okay. Um, do you have anything to back that up? Nah, nah. Yeah, no. Well, you need some evidence, dude. <laughs> you can't just make the claim. Mm. That's insane. It's like, and grand. Oh, sorry. it's like Brent, when he's David Brent, when he's had a meeting, a meeting with um, whoever the, his competitor was, and then he come out and he's just like, oh, yeah, he was in there slagging you off, slagging you off. He's like, oh, yeah, what was he saying, though? He was just saying, oh, you know, this shit. Just <laughs> yeah, just no, struggling. Yeah, you, no examples whatsoever because it's you're just filling in space. Yeah, that's the way you think the story should go. Yeah. Oh, this story should go this way, so I need to yeah fill the gaps with some words to f- make that idea fit, rather than just living <laughs> the actual moment. Is like just a beautiful human being, 
and has done so much for me. But she also is just hilarious. We had a special bond. and No example of what she did. No example of the jokes. Good. It was, yeah, we used to go places and we had a good time. That's that's where I got my humour. Yeah, used to go places and we had a good time. <laughs> yeah. That's where I got my... He jumps in to say that. He edits that in. So much for me. But she also is just hilarious. We had a special bond and it was, yeah, we used to go places and we had a good time. That's that's where I got my humour from, I think, was from my grandparents because they were the ones who were always joking and putting shit on each other. And I would go on oh, yeah. these just journeys watching like through Pop's old VHS as he had a Billy Conley VHS. And that was probably the first bit of stand-up that I ever saw. And, you know, Billy Conley walking around the stage. And so we got a clip of Billy Conley back now. And he's, you know, fucking this. And it's a terrible impression, but that's... It was two words. And then you pulled out of it because you had fear. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking this. Okay, good one, man. Jesus. Not even a joke. Fucking this. Is that what? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking this. (laughs) Fucking that. (laughs) Billy Conley, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I don't I don't get I don't get this at all. This is what like I mentioned editors and things like that. This is where you'd have a producer and go, Well, you'd cut all this out because Mm. there's no points being made. Boring. Unengaging. I, like, I don't know what this is. Sort of gave me the idea of, okay, this guy is telling stories to this big group of people and he's able to do that, make them all laugh. Everyone loves him and he's entertained and that's his job. That was my first impression of stand-up comedy and I thought this could really be something that I could do. <laughs> wow. But what, yeah. What a f- revelation. <laughs> Fucking unreal. The insight that he had to watch a professional comedian. Once. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Several times on an old VHS. You oh, know, yeah. That's how he picked up that great impression and oh. remembered all those jokes. Fucking this. <laughs> Changed his life, yeah. Yeah. Fucking this and fucking that. Imagine not being able to like hum Stairway to Heaven. As this Led Zeppelin off. It's changed my life. Yeah. It makes yeah. me I might want to be a rock star now. How's it go? Oh fucking it's got you know then, it's got a riff in it. Um, yeah, it starts yeah, out sort of slow. And then it goes fucking <laughs> And then it's like yeah. like quick a bit yeah. at the end. Um Do you remember any of the words? Oh uh, stairway, stairway heaven. she's climbing. Yeah, fucking stairway. <laughs> fucking all the way up to heaven, I think. <laughs> just the unsure, anyway, it changed my life. So unsure. Yeah, this is the critical moment. I wouldn't be here without it. This is the crux. <laughs> I am lost. Loves him and he's entertained and that's his job. That was my first impression of stand-up comedy and I thought this could really be something that I could do. Okay. Growing up all- again, just back to football. Yeah. Don't know why. All I wanted to do was play footy for the Knights. That's all I wanted to do. It was interesting because I was... I thought all- you wanted to be a stand-up... You just finished saying no, as we a got, child... We're back. you got to keep oh, up, mate. Okay, keep sorry. up the timeline. We're, we're back even further. Okay, sorry. Correct. So I get confused by that sort of thing that would normally be corrected by mm. people who know what they're doing. Always compared to my dad. Like, I was, I was an okay footballer. I did my best. But I was never humble brag. Overly aggressive. I was only aggressive a couple of times in my entire career. Okay, there we go. The humble brag. There. It just 
picking and, on a couple of midgets. Yeah, because he's six foot four or whatever yeah. he is, or bigger, taller than that, I think. Tall guy, yeah. So, very tall on the football field. Just going, no, 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 I didn't. He edited this, so he made sure to include the footage of him being tough on the field. Yeah. And you go, he's pretending to be embarrassed by it, but he wants the recognition of, don't fuck with me, though, because I'll fucking go off, boys. Yeah, yeah. I'm fucking tough. Yeah. And I'm a gentle tell- giant, but I've fucking got it in me. Don't you worry about that. Just posting up videos on his Instagram of himself uh, doing boxing training and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. MMA, MMA training, sparring and stuff. No, you're not. <laughs> you're doing it for videos. Yeah. For not, for, to just brag, to just be like, I'm fucking tough, boys. Yeah. I was only aggressive a couple of times in my entire career. And listen to that. They put that in the audio in there, the rewind thing, mm. deliberately. To go, oh, this... Mm, here's a bit of contrasting evidence. See, now, this is what's called the unreliable narrator. When you're watching a film and they're telling a story and then they cut to the story happening and it's different to how the characters has described it or is describing it, mm. you know, they're like, oh, yeah, and then say it was a cop who shot um, a drug dealer but it wasn't a drug dealer. It was just some dude. He's like, oh, no. Then he reached back for his gun and they're just, the cops are just shooting the dude. Yeah, And they're yeah. telling the story to the- As if runners. it was like this big yeah. accident. Yeah. And they do that on purpose to be like, all right, now you know you can't trust this person's perspective because yeah. they, they do that on purpose. So now he's set himself up as an unreliable narrator and he's really gone to town with that. So now, is Grand really that funny? <laughs> yeah. What's her name again? Beryl. Yeah. Uh, Beryl, Avril, um, Avril. Yeah, Beryl and Avril. Yeah, she's, right. the, she's both of those. Yeah. And um, you know, you think about the rape, for example, <laughs> or or just the theft, or but but it's the rape that you can really think about as mm, good. <laughs> it just okay, wasn't just sort being of aggressive my for no reason. And because I was being compared to my old man, it was sort of it was difficult to sort of. Back to the, like, slow sort of piano music. All right, now it's time to simmer down. He's made his uh, humble brag. He's he's puffed his chest out enough. Yeah, let's bring it back. I'm I'm good, but I was never good enough. Isaac played football from when he was five or six. And we always used to go to every game. Back to Beryl. He liked to play fullback. He wasn't necessarily the, the world's toughest guy. But then all of a sudden, the guy started growing. And it kept growing. And growing, and in, He's the, in rugby fuck. league, the bigger you get, the further you get to the front of the queue, and so he ended up in the front row and became an, an excellent player. Okay, so he sets up, oh, no, never that good, then includes the footage of his dad. Caught tel- of course right, his dad's going to say that he's good. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then they've got footage of him running through a few guys. Yeah, because he's huge. Yeah, and, I- they're pl- and he's playing fucking low, like... Yeah, local Club league teenage. Footy. Yeah, yeah. Club bush footy. Of course, he's going to be. Yeah, yeah. he's he's I, got a spot in yeah. a club in a bush team. Of course. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. This all fits, but it's just like, oh, I don't, I don't understand what they're trying to say. What are you telling me, Isaac? Are you communicating with me right Five now? Five minutes in. Are you trying to tell me that I should? You know, you think about the rape. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> This is Dudley Oval. This is where I spent basically my entire childhood playing footy and uh, having a great time. It was uh, it was a big part of my life. It was in my blood, and a lot of people 
Um, so they've just cut to the football oval, which he's already established that football was irrelevant to him. Like it was good and he, no, but it wasn't for him. Mm. They established that minutes ago, mm. but they're still focused on it. They've gone all the way back I to just, the roots. And yeah, just going there for the, the location shoot. They love going on location. Guys who were like new to TV and film and everything was like, oh, this is a location one. We can yeah, we get a few in. shots of the sprinklers and the fucking birds flying yeah. over the goalposts. Just boring shit. <laughs> That's what news guys like. If you ever observe um, people doing like uh, men on the street rubbish yeah. and they just get shots of yeah, just, just nonsense. traffic and fucking someone pushing the across the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just, just garbage to fill up the time while the... Uh, voiceover of the newscaster yeah. speaks. Yeah. They've just done the same thing and it's boring. <laughs> Dudley over. Expected me to be very good at Dudley Redhead. Oh, sorry. My bad. Mate, the fucking Dudley Redhead Oval was my fortress. Don't you worry about that. Or ran the show. Uh, having a great time. It was, uh, it was a big part of my life. It was in my blood and a lot of people... Um, expected me to be very good at the sport for a long time I really didn't enjoy playing to be honest I don't mm. this is like the third time he oh, said a lot of people expected me to be good at this <clears throat> yep. but uh, like I don't, I don't all right I don't know this is this is a struggle but it is a struggle to get through the footy that, but I never really got overly into it I wasn't an aggressive person oh fuck he's ball. literally just repeating himself yeah just literally. he's the same thing I said in the room but yeah. now I'm outside yeah and I've rehearsed it a few times, so I can't say anything different. Oh, 100%. Why is it that he, when it came to talking about his gran and his dad, couldn't yeah. couldn't, couldn't come up with a story, but he's got his full thing here about what his yeah. thoughts on his football time was. Couldn't grab a straw when he was trying to talk about beloved Nan. <laughs> but he's got all these, they're ready to go. It's so rehearsed. I'm good at the sport. For a long time, I really didn't enjoy playing, to be honest. I don't really think I've ever really told many people that, but I never really got... Overly into it, I was just pretending that he's doing his deep reveal. Mm. No, tell something that's like well, real, he did already bro. tell us three times. Tell us you sucked a cock on the side of a road just from <laughs> on a, a mad Monday. Yeah. yeah, tell us something like really that people would go, Oh my god, and then just be like, oh, Okay, well, you know, I don't do that anymore. And yeah, whatever. look, I was on the fence about the game, and then mad Monday, I sucked one of my teammates' cocks, <laughs> and then that just fucking did it for me. That was yeah. the final nail. Yeah, I went, No, no more, but because like. That's not a secret. That's not like a big, oh my God. Yeah. Are we all supposed to be astounded by that? I mean, we grew up around rugby league, but outside of like four towns in New South Wales, nobody really gives a fuck. Mm. I wasn't an aggressive person. I barely ran the ball. I just mm. I just wasn't into it for whatever reason. As I got older, Because you weren't very good at it. it. This tri- what gives you that impression? Oh, because he said it four times. <laughs> Skyline just down here, they called it the uh, the Butterfield the Butterfield line because all I did was cross that try line just under the posts every time. I probably kicked all the goals as well. I want to remain humble in this, but definitely I was the greatest player that ever lived. Okay, see the fake joke, the pretending I'm joking mm-hmm. because he but he's like make sure to cram it full of. So it's not like um, you know you do a subtle uh, exaggeration mm. where, it, but what he does is he goes so far. Past into that, the yeah, so that unreal. Into, yeah, into the unreal that it's like, oh, it's definitely a joke now. Okay, that's I don't understand. I don't know. That mm. just doesn't entertain me. No, I don't know what else I can say. Deciding probably about I was 15 or so, and I was like, okay, I'm never going to be a footballer. I started looking at 
what other things I could do. And years previously, I had done things at primary school, things like hosting the talent quests. And I'd get up there and I'd tell jokes. Talent quest. <laughs> quest. And I say that as a mushmouth, mm. as a borderline ah. <laughs> or at high school, I would get up in front of the the uh, assembly and I would read things out, but I'd make people laugh at the same time. When he was here, we okay. used to... Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like 30 dudes at every high school. There's <laughs> a lot of funny people. Mm. Anyway, we're going to go back or to Barry. at high school, I would get up in front of the, the uh, assembly and I would read things out, but I'd make people laugh at the same time. When he was here, we used to... When he lived with you for a year, which they didn't explain why he lived <laughs> with his grandparents for a year. Mm-hmm. Was he being touched by someone he had to get out? I don't know. They don't explain it, so that's for me to fill in. Maybe part two. Yeah. Yeah, we'll find Behind out. the beard mm. is part one, and then um, behind the welcome mat is part two, <laughs> or under the welcome mat. Yeah. yeah. Watch a lot of comedy. He's always had a, a bit of a wit. I can remember when he was <laughs> from school and he said, I learnt new words today. A bit of a weird. Just, just a little bit. Yeah, he's always been. Yeah, he's he's oh, been all right. He made me laugh once or twice. Yeah. What, the, what, what were they? He said, oh, penis and vagina. And we, he said, that rhymes with China. <laughs> and it probably wasn't. So for her thing to go back to was something he said Some, as a six-year-old. An innocent kid. We've all said like, hey, what does cunt mean? Yeah, yeah. Or like, yeah. Yeah, kids are funny. Yeah. That's the thing that makes like doing comedy as an adult hard because we're adults now and the same things just don't make us laugh over and over. Mm. You need to be an adult, but we're always going to laugh at kids, kids doing dumb yeah. shit. Because it's so innocent. Yeah. I mean, I don't have to go into it. It's exactly. But, but I just, I can't fathom yeah. this. He hasn't said anything funny as an adult. Though. Yeah, she didn't go back to it. <clears> she had nothing. It wasn't until the age of, let's say, 15 or so that I realized that, okay, this is something... And it has a name. This is what a stand-up comedian does. Maybe I could do that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's just cut to like, I like. I don't know if this would be funny to a lot of people, but to a guy like me, the first few years of a person doing stand-up and they're like promo shots. They're like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing up here. They're just doing like the wacky guy thing. On stage, just looking a little bit uncomfortable, holding the microphone, because it's all very deep symbolism, holding the mic. I'm very powerful, like, with my words. Just looking, oh, what am I doing up here, guys? <laughs> very limp-wristed. Correct. Unfortunately. Where's your suit, Isaac? Oh, no, so he picks that up later on. Mm. And I thought to myself, okay, I now have a sort of goal in mind. I'm going to be a comedian. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I know exactly how. Mm. Everyone does. It's very easy. Yeah. Write some material. Go. They, there's, there's nowhere you can go and start a job easier. Yeah. Like. There's no open mic. There's no like open sewer plumbing nights where you can just come and plumb and someone will go, you know what? I might give you some work you got actually. A, yeah. You got yeah, something there. You yeah. know your way around these pipes. Yeah. It's literally, yeah, your skill. You can just do it. Whereas Mike, ah, sorry, comedians. Just say, oh, look, it's open mic night. I can guarantee you five minutes. And you never know what yeah. will happen from that. 
Oh, so that's it. Is it yeah. really that easy? Yeah, that's about yeah. the only way you can it, do it. It literally just depends on your skill. Like that's fine. Mm. You, you can do it. Yeah, it's so within your reach. If, as you say, you are a funny guy and ready and prepared, which he is ready and prepared for an hour-long special, mm. uh, four years, five years in. All right. So, anyway, we're back to the dad. We're back to old um, Tony, not. Uh, ready to move on from his football career, Butterfield Senior. There was one event um, up at Dudley. Uh, well, I think it was sort of up at Dudley. It's <laughs> what was it? Dudley Head. Dudley, Dudley Red. Redhead. Dudley Redhead. <laughs> so just just calling it the Dudley though, because you yeah. know local. Yeah. Local. Down the dud. <laughs> That's what it. Oh, the dud. <laughs> oh, I love the dud. As a name, just calling someone a dud is so good. Yeah. Because it's so limp. I now have a sort of goal in mind. I'm going to be a comedian. I don't know how I'm going to do it. There was one event um, up at Dudley uh, when Isaac was sort of kicking off. Very unsure of himself. but there was- Kicking off? But unsure of himself. But a little uh, NRL oh, yeah. reference <laughs> yeah. in there. I'm surprising you get caught on it. Kick off. Kick off. Tackle one. <laughs> Ta- tackle one. Sorry, Sorry was... guys. It's the CTE. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what that means, to be honest. I just know it's like concussive. Cranial trauma experience, <laughs> I think. I think you might be right. It's close Probably. enough. Somewhere. Yeah. It means your brain's been fucked up from being knocked around by huge mongs. That's right. There was a, an excellent comedian up at um, a fundraiser the footy team put on up at the bowling club and... The bowler. I thought I'd set Isaac up. He was still very uh, cagey and lacking confidence, and so I mentioned to the to the comedian to because we um, were chatting to just uh, drag him up. It was basically my old man's idea. He went up to Andy and said, "Mate, Isaac wants to give stand up a go. Will you get him up on stage?" And uh, and I was so now we're back to the bowling club. Yep. So we went from Isaac at his residence. Conducting the interview with himself. Now he's back to the... Sorry, went from the residence to the football field. Back to the residence. Now we're back to the football field and he's filling in the story here. Yep. Shitting myself when he bring it up. He said, oh, I've got a local guy here who wants to give stand-up a go for the first time. And I knew he was talking about me immediately and I was just terrified. As he went and as they sort of uh, parried back and forth in, in the sort of joke war... A battle. Um, Isaac started landing some blows, and the boys got behind him. I got up there. So that little sound there was his father's um, beard growth scraping against the microphone uh, that's jammed into his neck. <laughs> so just let's let's just listen out for this. Joke war, <laughs> a battle. Um, Isaac started landing some blows. Just stop it and go, Dad, you sound like a fuckwit. Put your arm down so that the mic isn't pressed against that. Actually, no, you're right. I shouldn't do that. Mm. Just move the microphone a little bit further down. Lavalier mics are supposed to be sort of like like about two two fists away from the chin. They should be down a little bit further than that. Especially if they've got that. It's going to cross. Yeah. Ah, what's going on? What is this world? Amateur hour. And Trading the boys blows. got behind. <laughs> he started landing some blows. <clears throat> Not physically. No, nah, because he's a fucking poofter. <laughs> Couldn't handle a real man's sport. So now yeah. he does and fucking makes jokes. Yeah, now he tells little fucking jokes. 
Makes the little people laugh. <laughs> yeah, makes small children and uh, angsty teenagers with no friends laugh on the internet. There and told one joke and uh, it's in it's in the special. That kicked everything off. It's Ooh. such a shame. And the boys got behind him. A bit more of that I got scratch. up there and told one joke and uh, it's in it's in the special. It's in the special. <laughs> yeah. That's how good it was. He was straight up like he sat down with the joke book, knocked one out. It killed it, the dud bolo. So now it's in the special. I can't like that's not how it works. Mm. Is it? Remember when as a part of our music class in school we played songs at the bolo mm. in June? Yep. Does that mean we've got the right stuff to be professional I, musicians? Definitely, especially the first song that you wrote. Like that's usually yeah, always good. It was a hit there. I want everyone to know Metallica's first album was shit. It's cool, it's got its time. But let's be honest, it's teenage shit. Yeah. Kill Em All is a trash album. Lyrically. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's teenage rubbish. Very bad. You're supposed to move on from that and and go better. You shouldn't go, oh, yeah, so now I've do- this is it. This is, the, yeah. this is the comedy. Like, have you really stepped up if that's the first joke you wrote and it's good enough to be in the special? You shouldn't have that mentality. Yeah. Leave it behind. All right, I need to piss again. Really yeah, bad. me too. So we're just going to take a little breather. Pause her up. Um, here we go. We'll have a moment here. <laughs> a child arrived just the other day. He came to the world in the usual way, but there were planes to catch and bills to pay. He learned to walk while I was away And he was talking for I knew it And as he grew, he'd say I'm gonna be like you, Dad You know I'm gonna be like you And the cat's in the cradle and the silver spoon Little boy blue and the man in the moon When you're coming home, Dad, I don't know when But we'll get together then You know we'll have a good time then I'm gonna be like him, yeah, you know I'm gonna be like him. And the cat's in the cradle and the silver spoon, little boy blue and the man on the moon. When you're coming home, Dad, I don't know when, but we'll get together then. You know we'll have a good time then. Just the other day So much like a man I just had to say Son, I'm proud of you Can you sit for a while? He shook his head And he said with a smile What I'd really like, Dad Is to borrow the car keys See you later Can I have them, please? And the cats in the cradle And the silver spoon Little boy blue And the man on the moon When you're coming home, son I don't know when But we'll get together then 
just the other day I said I'd like to see you if you don't mind He said I'd love to, Dad, if I can find the time You see my new job's a hassle and the kids are the flu But it's your nice talking to you, Dad It's been your nice talking to you all right, and we're back. Hi. Um, how's your urethra going? Beautiful. Ooh, I didn't ever pick up on that before. There's a real good whistle in that. And as I hung up the phone, it occurred to me he'd grown up just like me. Just like me. You know, he was just like me. <laughs> That's great. That's a really organic one. That's yeah, real. I know. Imagine how he'd sound now. It'd never stop. <laughs> it would have developed nicely, I mm. think, over the years. Something you got to. F- anyway, all right, I can't get stuck on the whistle. <laughs> um, all right, we're back for the Isaac uh, Butterfield story. This is an Isaac Butter watch. Uh, maybe that kicked everything off. It's just such a shame that this place is everything. now like this. No, I think that may have been. <laughs> it's a shame it's now like this. A shithole? Is that what he's trying to say? Yeah, I suppose. It's a shithole now? Yeah. What? What has changed in those few years? Maybe turn it into a Butterfield Museum. I bet he's had dreams of that. Yeah. Little, just like when he's laying in bed at night. Just, just like, a little thought, yeah. maybe we could turn do this. With, oh, yeah. no, I'm going to do that. That's silly, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. Isn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> tell me. Yeah. No, tell me. Give, me. give me that secret Yeah, rule it out. Yeah. That's not too bad, Nonny. Yeah, you think? Oh, we'll see. Yeah. Maybe one day. Maybe like... I've kept this uh, lock of my beard from when I was uh, starting out. Yeah. So, like, it's it's the same, like, one. This is from yeah. a long time ago. And there's still a bit of fucking uh, Carlton Dry on my pants from that night. Yeah. Uh, so, you can have them if you want. Same night I sucked off one of my teammates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a mad Tuesday. I'm getting confused about... Did that? I don't think that story happened. I made that up. We made that up. What about him sucking off his teammates? Yeah. On Mad Monday? Yeah. Um, did you make it up? I don't know. I, I, can't I don't make things up like that. Yeah. I think that happened. I think his dad <laughs> said the story. Yeah, old times. Sorry, guys. I, it was a mad Front Monday. Up. Sucked off my dad. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, hang on. Here's my dad. For to the talk boys. About. Here's my dad to talk about it. Yeah. Just scratching across the <laughs> microphone again. Fuck it. Moment that he thought, hang on. Maybe I can do this. Certainly a place that is very uh, near and dear to me because this is basically where it all started. In this derelict, dilapidated building. <laughs> Without this night here, none of this would exist. What's this? His success. His, oh, okay. Uh, his, his presence. It looks like he's got a muffin top in this shot too. Yeah. The stripes really don't do his uh, uh, physique any favours. Horizontal stripes are a no-no, I think, in that situation. Uh, and like, I've been on camera and looked bad plenty. Hmm. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if he is. Well, he must be because he's looked at this and edited this whole thing. Yeah. And so he's just going, all right, I got my tits, I got my muffin top, but the story's too important yeah, to bypass. to not be told. So all this couldn't be possible. Yeah. I don't know what this is. You these, just put your arms out. All this, these tits, this beard, this perfectly manicured beard wouldn't be, wouldn't be possible. Without- you wouldn't be able to see this documentary. Yeah, this documentary that I made about me. Yeah, my self-produced special and uh, documentary wouldn't exist without this night here at the Dudley Redhead Bolo. And it is the Dud. 
He's the yeah. real dud because now it's he just described it as dilapidated. Yeah. This video wouldn't exist. Special wouldn't exist. My YouTube career wouldn't exist. YouTube career. I don't know where I'd be. Ooh, staring into the window. He's just looking at his own reflection. Yeah. That's all he's doing. <laughs> Why is this in here? This is fantastic. I better. hope I hope people are enjoying this as much mm. as I am. Because mm. this is phenomenal. I need I, you know what we didn't do? Mm. We didn't set it up with the um the comparison to Chris Lilly, who we've spoken about in the past. And I think most people are familiar with. Mm. Um, if you are not, just YouTube Chris Lilly. Look at any um, of his characters from uh, Summer Heights High, uh, We Can Be Heroes, Jonah from Tonga, um, those, that category. They are all mockumentary style. These are all self-obsessed people who love appearing on camera to talk about themselves <laughs> and everything. You need to realise that this is a real-life version of that. You need to just accept that and start this documentary. Yeah. Watch it start to finish. Well, you don't need to because you can watch it with us now. He's like equal parts Phil Olivetti. Remember Phil Olivetti in We Can Be Heroes? He was the cop who saved the oh yes the um, inflatable jumping castle. He saved the kids and was just obsessed <laughs> with himself. Yeah, he's he, like he's like that. He had one small write up in the local paper, and yeah. it was just like he talk, was showing up to events and things that he talk about a rough day at work. Oh yeah, bringing it up at like a family barbecue and yeah, things like that. Always. Oh my god! But that's this. Yeah, this is the same thing. Sorry, what were you saying? He's the mix between um, Phil. Well, yeah, Phil Olivetti. There's um. In what's his new show called? Lunatics. Uh, Lunatics, yes. Yeah, there's like the the monster girl who's um so self absorbed and so caught up in her social media appearance, I suppose. Mm. That's it. This is he's legitimately doing these things. Yeah. Yeah, there's no need to for someone to invent a character, script it out and get all these film crews involved. All doing it. This is a microcosm, this is its own little environment. That they're just broadcasting to us for our entertainment, <laughs> and it's phenomenal. I hope people are enjoying it as much as I am because I, I'm getting frustrated and annoyed at things, but mm. it, this is me having a good time. Mm, this is yeah. how I enjoy it. Yeah, it <laughs> this sh- is shouldn't be overlooked. Way better than Avengers Endgame. I really enjoyed myself in the later years of school. I've just had a good time, as a lot of people do, in year eleven and twelve, and started to go out and get on the piss, and then career didn't really matter, and. I didn't end up going to uni. I did go actually to uni for a couple of weeks and then I left because it was too hard to get car parks in the morning. I was just like, this is just too much. Didn't surprise me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he had a lot of trouble concentrating and he hated school anyway. And it was at this stage where I was Thanks, just, Gran. Couldn't so, play footy. No good at school. <laughs> had no choice. Yep. But to sell my soul for cheap advertising on YouTube. Just one night. Right, I was laying in bed in my grandparents' house. I He's ba- had so many revelation like nights. Yeah, so many epiphanies. Yeah, like realizing he didn't want to play footy anymore. Uh, watching Billy Conley, fucking this. Uh, and then a <laughs> night at his grandparents' place. Yeah, just like we know that you're a comedian. Yeah. And he's like, but these are the which was the pivotal moment. You're setting them all up as, as pivotal. Yeah, this was the one. Oh no, this one was as well. Yeah. I wasn't very good at footy. Oh, my God. Yeah, no good at uni. 
look at this though. They've just he's zoomed in. So we've got the the like I said earlier, they've got the thirds. They've done that. Nan isn't too in there. In the I don't know what you're doing. You're a bit too far over there. They're not adhering to it. So he's jumped to Nan to back up. Was well, shit at uni. Couldn't do it because uh, parking a car too difficult. Trading and he hated school anyway. And it was at this stage where yeah. I was going to zoom. Just one night, right? I was laying in bed in my grandparents' house. I basically <laughs> look, and they just zoomed in. Now, that was a digital zoom, too. That's not an organic, like, camera. For the first time, too. Mm. It's not... Why just suddenly use it? Because it's about to get emotional. He's about to... Oh, maybe he is. He's maybe, about yeah. to say something, though, of great importance because they've just cropped that shot in. Yeah. And I'm really glad I can see his skin up close, too. <laughs> so there's a reason Hollywood people are Hollywood people because they look good on camera, but they look shit outside of it. They mm. look weird. Mm. He would look like a normal dude. But yeah. Because we're on camera... And it's very different now. Mm. And I can just look at those little dots. <laughs> I can look at that little bump on his nose. <laughs> he really is a cute guy, though. Like, look at him. Just adorable. <laughs> yeah, you always give him a little kiss on the head. He's sexy, that's for sure. <laughs> I lost control of my head. Just randomly. I started to feel really weird, really light, really dizzy in the head. And I lost control of it. And what I mean by that is my head started to turn like this. And it got stuck like this for about 10 seconds. All in the meantime, my left eye goes blind. Dark. Nothing. I'm completely conscious through this. All right, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's go back. What I mean by that... Obviously, this is a very serious moment. He's at his grandparents' house, and he's blocking out a memory, and he's filling it in with some um, (laughs) personal, like... Uh, internal struggle. Parents' mm. house. I basically lost control of my head, just randomly. I started to feel really weird. This is unrelated to the story that he's saying. Mm. But have you noticed the overuse of the term "basically"? Because oh, you're describing also, an yeah. already basic thing, mm. but then by going, oh, well, basically what it is. So what you're saying is it's really overly, ridiculously complicated, but I'm going to dumb it down for you because you're simple and just to make it, make it, make it easy to get <laughs> for you. Basically lost control of my head. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck does that mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> I just started, I was, I was Indian. Yeah, I while. just started going, fuck I just, you. My, fuck my, yeah, my fucking head started wobbling. <laughs> I just started shitting. It's yeah. fucking weird. I don't know. Tell me, tell me the complicated version. Don't dumb it down for me. Weird, really light, really dizzy in the head, and I lost control of it. What I mean by that is my head started to turn like this, and it kept going around. And then I asked a priest if he wanted to fuck me and put it in my cunt. Sorry, exorcism. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Or the exorcist. The exorcist. Sorry. Yeah. Reference. Uh, because he said he lost control of his. Ed. And it got stuck like this for about 10 seconds. Cunt, I've got ankylosing spondylitis. My head's been, was stuck in a down position for years. Mm. Oh, for about 10 seconds. Oh, it's real rough. Grow up. Make sure you don't lose control of your head. (laughs) (laughs) I lost control of my head, boys. It's out. Oh no, now it's got cocks in it. Oh, I don't know what's going on. I've lost control of it. All in the meantime, my left eye goes blind, dark, nothing. I'm completely conscious. He just said he was laying on that side, like it turned that way involuntarily and he couldn't mm. see. So probably it was probably, yeah, yeah, just in the pillow. 
<laughs> oh, I was blind. Yeah, that's your memory, like uh, yeah. years on, going. Oh, it was worse than like. Mm, think- it was terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Just through this, and it is probably to this day the most terrifying moment in my life. Just a photo of him with his family. Yep. In there with a pink beard. Just because. I don't know. I don't know what. Mm. Why it's got. Maybe he's saying that they give him seizures. Mm. Too many women around equals losing control of the head. <laughs> you might be right. I didn't know what was going on, but as a lot of men do, I just palmed it off as nothing and didn't really worry about it. Well, hang on. Didn't he just say that it was the most terrifying experience of his life? <laughs> didn't really worry about it. I, I've got to go back and He would have thought that. about it exclusively every day. <laughs> yeah. Like I would. I yeah. would Man, I think I've something fucked up last <laughs> night. Was, I lost control of my head. Yeah. <laughs> it was not normal. Can you describe your symptoms? Well, basically, I lost control of my head. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I know you say lost control of your head, but <clears throat> I need to know sort of the details of it. Oh, I need well, to know in depth. I just um, it turned to the left and stayed there. <laughs> now now I'm this... I couldn't see it in my left eye. But I can now. Yeah. So. Actually, don't worry about it. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Dark. Nothing. I'm completely conscious through this, and it is probably to this day the most terrifying moment in my life. Okay. Most terrifying moment. All right, let's... let's yeah, we're full on. We've all got a terrifying moment, I suppose. <laughs> okay. Terrifying moment. I didn't know what was going on, but as a lot of men do, I just palmed it off as nothing and didn't. <laughs> Literally, really the worry next about words. It. Yeah, Imagine and it if continued to happen. You just saw an apparition of Satan. That would probably be the most terrifying thing I can think of. Actually, seeing Satan, mm. and I'm just going. Oh, I wouldn't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I just. Yeah, sure, it was the single most terrifying experience of my life. But oh, wait, so you saw evil incarnate? Like yeah, and it's the, it's it's confirmed a lot of things that we yeah. we didn't know up until this point that there is, you know, a heaven and a hell, and we are destined to spend uh, all of eternity in one or the other, and Satan um, is all powerful and will torture me for the rest of my life. And he said that he would when he came to my came to my room. So what did you what did you do about it? Well, I was terrified. It was I mean, obviously, I'm sure I don't have to tell you that it was the most single most terrifying experience of my life and then so that was when i was and i woke up the next morning and i thought i just i'll leave it at that i won't i don't want to talk about it to anybody and you know as most men do just got on with my day why is The no, timing of that was was off. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, 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 all right. that's the beauty of it. I meant it was going for that. Anyway, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> you get what you pay for, boys. And for probably the next two years. Anyway, back to this can't happen to seizure. <laughs> I went to the doctor and he said to me, mate, you've, uh, you could have this disease. And it was a disease which uh, a lot of people have and they get put into wheelchairs and they get stuck in one position. Okay, so, so immediately yeah. dressing it up as the most dramatic thing possible, the most extreme version of what it could be, and which telling is, the audience that. Which is what happens if you type in 
sore throat on Google. It'll say, well, it could be fucking esophagus cancer, but it could be all these things too. Could be from sucking off your teammates on Mad Monday Yeah, let me just look at the textbook. You've lost control of your head. Could be this. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Yeah, just to me. Can't remember the name of the fucking disease. Yeah, is he, is he setting it up? Because that's what you do, like... There's been a, a contamination of um, eggs from blah, blah, blah. Tune in at six o'clock to find out... If your if, eggs are affected. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's literally doing a teaser in his document in his own documentary about an illness that he doesn't have. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Find out if we found Bigfoot this time. <laughs> we, you know. we did. He does stand up in Australia now. <laughs> and he's dumber than we thought. <laughs> Smaller than we thought and dumber. Uh, and he said to me, mate, you've, uh, you could have this disease. And it was a disease this. Which, oh. uh, a lot of people have and they get put into wheelchairs and they get stuck in one position for the rest of their lives. And obviously that terrified me. I didn't know what to do. I'm 21 years old at this stage. And I went home to my family and I didn't tell really anyone. And I don't think I've ever been more alone. Didn't tell really anyone. What does that mean? Either you did tell some people or Mm. you kept it to yourself. When you say something like that, you are essentially saying nothing. You're not confirming Mm. anything. This is the closest thing to a struggle he can come up with. Yeah. Was an unnamed disease which he doesn't have. Yeah, that he thought he might have for a day. And he's just got a... a, a, Why do you have to have a sob story? Mm. Or like a thing in the past? Because he thinks he's got this like narrative planned out of how his life has to go. Yeah. I don't know where it comes from, but he needs to adhere to it for some reason, like in his own mentality. I I don't know what this is. But I... I'm happy that it's, it's, <laughs> I haven't done it's a fun. thing and yeah. I get to watch this. <laughs> Alone than in that moment because I was just shit scared. <laughs> so eventually the diagnosis. <laughs> oh, man. I was just uh, fucking shit scared, bro. <laughs> was, they said I could have fucking cancer and I was shit scared, to be honest with you. <laughs> For the rest of their lives. And obviously that terrified me. I didn't know what to do. I'm 21 years old at this stage and I went home to my family and I didn't tell really anyone. It's like an episode of Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Yes. Where he's like, Doctor, I've lost control of my head. (laughs) Well, you could have this disease. Oh no, Daglas, I'm shit scared. (laughs) That's it. All broad, all ridiculous. I don't know. I don't think people know Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Not enough people do. Yeah. It was a early 2000s comedy show from the BBC. Yep. It was the same dudes as like Black Books, uh, The IT Crowd, um, The Mighty Boosh. It's like those yeah, shows yeah. all together where it's like this parody of these bad 90s, late 80s uh, TV shows. Mm. Science fiction. And it is that. You've named it perfectly people just yeah. need to, just youtube it all the episodes you, are up on youtube yeah exactly what one scene from that show garth Marenghi's. i can't yeah. spell that but it'll correct you it's m-a-r-e-n-g-h-i thank you no worries sure brain <laughs> hive mind hive mind hive ass <laughs> i didn't know what to do i'm 21 years old at this stage 
And I went home the to my music. family and I didn't oh. tell really anyone. <laughs> and I don't think I've ever been... I didn't, I bas- I didn't tell anyone. Ba- basically, didn't tell anyone. <laughs> I don't, you, it means you told some people. Mm, yeah. What do you do? Like, I basically just talked about it to my circle. Do you know how... I oh, like everything. Like people talk about um, like good interviewers and things like that. How they're like, oh, this person, David Letterman's really good or mm. uh, Andrew Denton's really good. And it always confused me about I don't who, what makes a I, I don't know yeah. I can't really describe that. Not letting something like that be on TV is what makes a good interviewer. Yeah. A good interviewer goes, well, did you tell somebody or like who did specifically, or they you know steer it in the direction of something important. Yeah, being at that, that level of control. But when you're conducting an interview with yourself and then doing all of the editing yourself, you're not really getting to the core of anything. No. I was basically just shit scared. More alone than in that moment because I was just shit scared. So eventually the diagnosis was given to me of frontal lobe epilepsy. It's a very general... Frontal lobe epilepsy. That's a shame it wasn't a removal. (laughs) Maybe it was. ...term because epilepsy is on the same spectrum of migraines. It's all this whole big weird thing anyway. So that's apparently what I've got. Some sort of form of that. What I did. <laughs> We're not fucking exactly sure. It's uh, it might be. Oh, you can't really get away with that, can you? The, like you've got cancer of what? Um, it's just a, it's a basically. Got, yeah, you've got a cancer. It's a basically no, no, no. What yeah. cancer? <laughs> yeah, I mean, what is the exact term? Yeah, that I've got been diagnosed with. It's uh, frontal lobe uh, epilepsy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. See now, like I said, a producer would go, the person who funded this, which is him. Yeah. Well, it could be his fans too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Why are they not going, why didn't you have a doctor? Yeah. You know, like, you know, when they went to the um, uh, football oval and they've got all those shots of the sprinklers and the goalposts for no reason. In those moments, that's when you go, all right, well, now we're talking about this medical thing. Now we have... Some MRIs, some, yeah. some of the scans you had. A local a, doctor. A doctor just to describe exactly what it is because then that's somebody with authority speaking about what it is. Really, he could have just made that up. Yeah. Like, I don't know, what what am I seeing here? And even if he didn't, it's the most uninspiring description well, of it I've ever heard. That's the thing. If he did make it up, you'd do a better job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do something more interesting than that. Oh, my God. Because epilepsy is on the same spectrum of migraines. It's all this whole big weird thing. Anyway, yes, don't worry about so it. So that's apparently what I've got, some sort of form of that. What I did to treat it at the start was I ate a ketogenic diet because it helped <laughs> treat people with epilepsy. I thought, okay, well, this is what I've got, so let's... Okay, uh, so I kind of know what a ketogenic diet is. Mm. Adam, do you Oh, yeah, I've got a, okay. I understand what process you're trying to achieve with a ketogenic so diet. let's just... Keep in mind, that was popularized by the Joe Rogan experience. Yep. And we know about Isaac's obsession with Joe Rogan and wanting to be Joe Rogan. Mm -hmm. So let's just see if he explains what this keto... Because this is a documentary, you know, you've got to explain things as you go. This is information. Like, I don't... I'm an audience member. Yeah. Ketogenic diet. I'm here to learn. So let's see uh, whether he explains this. Let's see if it helps. And it did. It stopped my condition happening... Uh, without any... It stopped. It stopped mm. it. Okay, that's interesting. Let's see what this is. Medication. 
Oh, sorry. I know a guy who had cancer and is dead now um, from the cancer. I'm sorry. Could you just say that uh, yeah. one more time? I, I know, I personally know an individual who is now dead from cancer. <laughs> <laughs> and he did the same shit where he wouldn't take his meds. And he'd say, it's just your mind. It's all positive. And, you know, he was living. And so he could say, look, I don't need my meds. And then he, but then he was dead. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you, you can say that it's not affecting you. Yeah. And, and it stopped my epilepsy. Well, you're just not having seizures every day. Yeah. I mean, it's until you, you have another seizure and when, then what? When does a murderer become a murderer? Do they, are they a murderer their whole life or until they murder their first person? But when, when they become a murderer, are they then a murderer for the rest of their life or are they, mm. they a murderer in that moment? Mm. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, it stopped it. Okay, yeah. But like, I've got fucking, I've got problems as well. And you do your naturalistic things or whatever. Yeah. But my, my, for the most part, medication's there to help. Yeah. Minimize it as much as you can. Yeah. But... There are some things that are out of the realms of Self, yes, he- like medication or whatever, and epilepsy is probably one of them. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it gets treated with the ketogenic diet, which I'm very excited to see what um what that is. Yeah, I'd like to. I need to learn about this. this is a great opportunity. Patient for almost a year. Also, as a side effect of eating that diet, I lost 34 kilos. I went from 130 kilos to 96. And what happened was I was running water for my local footy team and I had one of the attacks again, the epileptic fits again. And I hadn't had one in about a year. He gave somebody a drink and then he just fell over. And he tells me as I run on that uh, he just had a little bit of a fade out. And it was very, very, very fucking embarrassing because it happened on the field. I was running water. That really affected me. And I didn't understand why for a long time, probably about two years, I didn't understand why that affected me. I'm sure there was a, you know, a lot of thoughts running through his head that confused him because you know, you're young and you think, oh my God, what's, what do I need to do here? From that, over the next few months, I developed a form of PTSD. And a lot of times people think PTSD is just by people from the... You know, he just, over and over in his head, he could just hear, water sucks. <laughs> water really sucks. <laughs> <laughs> the water boy, Bobby Boucher, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Behind the, the beard, Bobby Boucher story. The birth. <laughs> so we don't know what the ketogenic diet is. Nope. And it didn't help his epilepsy at all. No, so he, had, he had one of those fade outs. I'm glad he brought it up. Yeah. Why did he bring that up? Oh, I know why. Because he's going to bring up Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. And he wants to he wants to be a part of that world because he knows that that's sort of that's where he wants to be. Yep. He wants to be part of that community. So if he brings up that and then he brings up Joe Rogan later, maybe people will see it and go, "Hey, Joe, have you seen this guy from Australia? He's got this really inspirational story." Yeah. That's what he I think he put this up with Joe Rogan in mind. Mm, you might be right. I reckon he might do everything with Joe Rogan in mind. Um, I, yes, <laughs> for sure. Um, makes love. Yeah. Uh, cooks yeah. dinner. <laughs> why is, Isaac, why are you uh, cooking with deer? Is that yeah. venison? What are you doing with that? Why, oh, have you, why have you bought so much jalapeno 
It's a pretty bland. I mean, it's okay in some dishes, I suppose. I wouldn't eat it with everything. You ever tried it with elk, though? And <laughs> eggs? <laughs> no, thanks. I was like, are you shaving your head? <laughs> Why is that a bow? It's yeah. very un- unusual. Would you? Boys, we going to the sauna today or what? <laughs> <laughs> I can't get in the sauna. I had a seizure. <laughs> a seizure. <laughs> so he has epilepsy and he had he's had two fits and then he's going, oh, I got PTSD from it as well. Okay. A form a, so, okay. of PTSD. Nice little... He was just worried about having another seizure like anyone would be. Yeah. Some PTSD. <laughs> oh, look, I, I didn't think... I'm glad you didn't have that surgery because I didn't think you'd make it through. No, you were just worried. <laughs> like that's normal. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's not an insight. It's not some sort of like interaction you've had with some world you can't understand. It's just worry. It's just yeah. I don't want that to happen. Yeah. That's all it is. I PTSD. Yeah, how can you? That's not di- again. Not diagnosed by a doctor. Yeah, no, there's not a psychologist in here going, which there could be. Mm. He's well within. Uh, it's you making a documentary. You go those extra lengths and go. All right, yeah. we're going to talk to a psychologist. We're going to talk to a, a, an MD yeah. about this, which stands for medical dick. If uh, people are unfamiliar with that, uh, which I think you are. All right, good, good, good. <laughs> thanks everybody. We got a smart audience. Um, I'm in shock. <laughs> I think I might get PTSD from this documentary. A form of it. Yes, yeah, so I can. That's what a good little way to like just add like a little asterisk in there, a form of PTSD, just so that he's in the clear of going. You don't have PTSD, like yeah, you can't yeah. be doing that. Yeah. Do you remember that uh, episode of Seinfeld with the um, the lines, the phone lines get crossed, and so George, everyone who rings George, ends up getting um, this woman called Donna Chang, mm. and she's not actually Chinese, and so George, no, sorry, Jerry ends up going on a date with her. And she ends up saving George's parents' marriage mm. under the pretense that she's a Chinese woman. And so, and they're like, he meets her and he's like, oh, she's white. Okay. And she's like, oh, we're doing this later. Okay. I've just got to cancel my um, acupuncture class. Mm. Oh, okay. That's odd. He's like, oh, would you like to go for Chinese food? Like they're going for Chinese food, my acupuncture class. Oh, I'm doing, I don't know, feng shui thing yeah, later yeah. on cooking cats <laughs> but then she's throwing in all these Chinese things yeah. and she's like eventually he's driving along saying oh we're uh, we're doing something else Chinese she just keeps bringing up being Chinese. oh that's right she saved the marriage I gave her some uh, words of wisdom from Confucius and Jerry <laughs> just looks at her and goes you know you're not Chinese <laughs> <laughs> and just says it to her yeah. and it's, that's, I feel like that's the same moment where it's like you know you're not you don't have PTSD yeah you're not disabled yeah you're just a do- you've, you've had an experience a medical yeah. mishap a medic like it's like how some people are so quick to put themselves on the autism spectrum yeah, yes. I'm gonna need a professional to yeah to tell me this. Yeah, oh, and that's I'm sorry, I'm sorry if I don't believe your word. <laughs> yeah, but this is something that yeah this is people a, claim. This is a, a colloquial thing when you're saying it like that. This mm. is not. It doesn't have the same impact. Mm. Mm. This is murder. Well, that's not you know. Yeah. Oh, he was. This is Nazism. Yeah. I no, mean, it's, is it? Yeah. I don't think it is, dude. <laughs> 
Oh, dear. Oh, dear. I'm glad because oh a lot of people won't know this, but we've actually watched this entire thing in our own time before. Just a, just a quick watch. We didn't pause. We didn't go yeah, into anything. It, it we was, just wanted to... If, if we was going to be worth it to watch. Yeah. And I didn't pick up on any of this medical stuff, really. Yeah, Like, yeah. just how fucking... Yeah, this is really... This is what, just What lies. would you call it? Fluffy, I suppose yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. He's... There, there is a something there is something there that could have been talked about, but yeah, like it was a cotton ball, and he's mm. just teased all as much out of it as possible to make it look as big, yeah, to garner sympathy. Mm. I assume. Yeah, it is. That's that's what it's always for. It's a, yeah, it's a sympathy thing, and this is like this is I, his whole thing is anti SJWs and virtue signaling. Mm. And he's just doing the same thing. This is a 30-minute virtue signal. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. What is that? His dad's beard? That's what I was going to say. The mic just brushed my whiskers. Ooh. Ooh. From that, over the next few months, I developed a form of PTSD. And a lot of times people think PTSD is just... Reserved for soldiers and people who... Yeah, people who underwent... PTSD from the horrible things traumatic. they see, but... It's a lot of traumatic events, and for whatever reason, my brain wired that. So, you know, uh, rape victims, uh, people who have lost limbs in accidents, and people yeah. who have witnessed atrocities in war. People uh, who have been held like captive them. against their will. I'm in the same uh, same category. Yeah, all I mean. it takes is a few traumatic events, like not making the Dudley Redhead first grade side. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't understand, like, and he <clears throat> literally brings up people who suffer real PTSD. Yeah. He thinks, yeah, he, we're joking by listing traumatic sort of experiences, but he does it, you know, people think only these people suffer it, but I can too. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Good for you, man. Yeah, must be a bit easier though. I look forward <laughs> to him talking about how he overcomes that. Yeah. Through? I don't think he does. <laughs> I think he just, rather than promote anything about actually pulling yourself out of that sort of thing or seeking help to overcome it. Which would be the Rogan way. Yeah, which would be the way to do it. Because you go, look, I can't be... I'm, ex- I'm experiencing symptoms of PTSD. Mm. And people are walking around with epilepsy every day. Mm. People are doing jobs. People are living their lives with this. And I'm walking around like this. I need to do something about it. I need to overcome it. Because it can't rule me. Yeah. Okay. Let's go, let's. I don't think he goes down that path though. All mm-hmm. right, let's let's see. He actually brings up the actual people who you would mm. sort of have understanding of PTSD for. PTSD is just by people from the in the army or the emergency services get PTSD from the horrible things they see. But it's a lot of traumatic events, and for whatever reason, my brain wired that as a traumatic event for a year and a half. Looks like maybe George twenty Michael. months. Every single can suck a cock like him too. <laughs> single day, from the moment I woke up to the moment I went to sleep, I was in full panic mode for no reason. He worries a lot, and that's a setback. So he just said <laughs> he worried for no reason. So was it a worry? Like he said, it was the most traumatic event of his life, and he had PTSD, and it's a really serious thing. But then he's saying that he worried for no reason. Mm. Well, he would just. Wouldn't you have just been worried about having another seizure yeah. and not really knowing what's going on? I mean, that's that's yeah, that's perfectly warranted. understandable. Yeah. yeah, but um, can't 
do that. Though. Can't just <laughs> can't just say the truth of no, no. how it was. Can't paint it that way. I don't know what I don't know what this is. I remember um, it's a wank. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's simple. Let's 100%. not complicate things. That's, That's amazing. Amazing. That's amazing. It's amazing. Hey, from the moment I woke up to the moment I went to sleep, I was in full panic mode for no reason. He worries a lot, and that's a setback. Would have been you know, challenging for most young blokes. And we're very proud that he's managed it the way that he has. Making videos with the ketogenic like- diet, which he didn't explain what it was, <laughs> and then said it didn't work anyway. Yeah. Because he had a sea jar on a football field <laughs> running water. I'm a theater one model. Baba Bushi. Water sucks. It really, really sucks. We need to get that on the soundboard for Bobby, I reckon. I think so too. <laughs> Uh, let's look that up. Um, God, I love 2019. So, water boy, water sucks. Because I can just look there at that. There you go, and we know it's right there. And it's right there. The, now, this is, I think, how it played out, actually, at Dudley Redhead on that fateful yeah, day. This, we've got the clip. Yeah. So, people might not know this. But See, I, we have gone the extra mile. He could have included this in his documentary. <laughs> and here if, we are, in our own time, sourcing footage... From the events. Like, the, the fucking joke aside, if he did this in his own documentary about it, yeah. I'd be a Isaac Butterfield fan for life. Yep. Because <laughs> that's funny as comparing himself to, to the, the water boy. Because the, <laughs> the ultimate dud, really, in <laughs> film. Be, yeah, the, the comedic dud, mm. the water boy. That would be amazing. Ballsy. Uh, well, so, but as I said, we've got the footage. Yeah, we'll cross to the footage. From, from Dudley Redhead. Dudley Redhead Oval. Um, I don't have a date here, but it seems reliable. It's from the archives. It's archival. Yeah, you can footage, tell by obviously. the uh, the grainy footage. Yeah. Oh, gotta kick some names and take some ass. Bobby? Isaac? sucks. Gatorade is better. Right. Use it on the field. Yeah, run that water, Isaac. Here he is. He's just left the sideline. Don't lose control of your head. Gatorade not only quenches your thirst better, it tastes better too, idiot. You're, you're, you're drinking the wrong water. Gatorade. <laughs> this, this is interesting. Gatorade. H2O. Water sucks. It really, really sucks. Oh, and then he has a seizure. Oh, no. There's his head twisting around in front of everyone, too. (laughs) They got to him. (laughs) He's just losing control of his head. Fuck. I'm sorry, Isaac. I'm sorry I teased you for so long. Yeah. The only therapeutic things that I could do in the first couple of months of dealing with that because it was the only time that my brain would switch off. All right, what the fuck was he talking about? I'm very proud that he's managed it the way that he has. Making videos was probably one of the only therapeutic oh, things that okay. I could do in the first couple of months of dealing with that because it was the only time that my brain would switch off. I'd had enough. It's the only time it would switch off. Doing hours and hours of editing your own footage, yeah. <laughs> looking at your own s- mm. self mm. on screen. The ultimate comfort. Mm. Just a nice, Creature. relaxing way. Mm. Off of. You know, not doing the things I wanted to do in life. I'd just been coasting at this point, like most 21-year-olds. At the same time, I was listening... Here it is. Joe Hogan. Bathhouse Joe Rogan. Bathhouse Joe. Here he is again. For people unfamiliar, the rumours of 
Joe Rogan visiting bathhouses and fucking men back in his Boston days, which he likes to talk about but doesn't mention the men fucking. <laughs> to the podcast that I've been listening to for years at this point, the Joe Rogan Experience. And there was one episode with Joey. Is this another moment where he realises yeah, he needs to be a, a comedian? This is an epiphany. This is like the fifth one. Mm. I wish we kept a counter. Yeah. Ding. It's another one. I'm just going to say number five. This is the fifth this is one. It's about five. It's at least five. I'm not going to go back and deal no. with that. Uh, so epiphany number five, Joe Rogan. Let's get this going. At this point, like most 21-year-olds. Coasting. At the same time I was listening to the podcast that I've been listening to for years at this point, the Joe Rogan Experience. And there was one episode with Joey Diaz and they were just talking about how people get into stand-up. And they just were saying that you just go, you write five minutes of material and you go and open mic night. Fucking light bulb. Amazing. Wow. So hang on. He'd been listening to Joe. Joe Rogan repeats stuff constantly, Mm. which he gets a lot of criticism for. But I understand because he's he's a guy just having conversations. Yeah. yeah. So most people, we repeat ourselves. He's thinking about it less than people who have the time to nitpick these things. Yeah, that's right. Because yeah. that he's just li- you know he's living his life. That's perfectly understandable because he's he has his same ideas, but he's got to express them to different people. So he's going to have in different contexts. He's going to tread that same water over and over again. That's been mentioned over and over and over again, and as if this was the one, this was the one that really opened it up. Yeah, no, I don't think so. It's but like, I guess that's it. Epiphany number five. Yeah. Oh, look, I want to. I'd really very much like to be a doctor, but my high school results weren't great, and I'm not really sure how to proceed. Well, look, if you um if your marks were between this and this, then you might be able to do either a bridging course or a related course. And what you want to do is aim for these sorts of marks, and then go. Th- There's a process there. <laughs> look, I wanna. I really want to be a stand-up comedian, but I don't know where to start. <laughs> I just every comedian that I ask, they just go. They just shun me. Yeah. Their eyes glaze over and then they turn away. And there's no literature. Yeah, there's there's a, nothing at the there's, vo- there's no one talking about it on podcasts. There's no <laughs> certainly no comedians doing podcasts talking about how they started in comedy and how no. they got to where they are. And uh, even without all that stuff, I just can't work it out on my own. I mean, I sure, if I wanted to be a gardener, I guess I'd go and plant some trees and find a landscape and water and them and do that sort of thing. Know. If only there was like some posters. Like advertising yeah. like places to to get started. I mean, I know there's that place, there's that uh, bowling club in, in the tiny town we live in, and they do stand up comedian nights. But um, mm. I just, I, I just don't understand. Yeah. I just need five separate uh, epiphany moments where I need <clears throat> comedy both explain to me how to get there, but also inspiration in that that's what I want to do <clears throat> over the course of five years. After a few sea jars running water. <laughs> and I thought, okay, well, if that's what I need to do, then let's do that. So I wrote down five minutes of material. I put it... So we're back to mm-hmm. him doing his first joke. Yep. Which he I says in the special. Yeah, yeah, I think we're back to the bowling club now. So he had five minutes of material in his pocket and said, fucking dad, go and ask me if I can get up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to a comedy night with my dad. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I couldn't get up. Look off. No, I'm too sh- I'm too embarrassed. So I've got five minutes worth of material in my pocket and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be doing any more than that, yeah. dad. <laughs> it off forever. It took me six months to get the balls to go and do stand-up for the first time. He didn't have dad that, major, yeah, didn't he? I don't. Or are we? Did he do that and, and then take six months I, to? I don't know. Yeah, 
Because he says that one of the jokes that he told on that first night yeah. is in his special. Is in the special. So it's one of the... I don't understand. Mm, where we're at. This timeline. Okay, let's do it. So I went, did my first set at the Crown and Anchor. No, different venue, open different mic. place, mm. apparently. This isn't the... This isn't the fate, the the fate debut, yeah. This isn't the redhead... No, this dud. isn't the Dudley Red. Mike Knight. And... Ooh, I guess the, the rest zoom. was history. I remember the first set. Did that require a zoom, a slow he zoom? It. He did it. No <laughs> way, man. The rest is history. People don't say that. No, they don't. Oop. That's the sound of a washing machine. <laughs> Mate, right, we man. are fucking high fi here. Right. Our, don't worry our, about that. My clothes are done. Good. Um, that was unreal. That's like I said. That's a digital zoom too. Mm. That's not the lens zooming in because that camera is currently unmanned because this is Isaac filming it. Yeah, yeah. So what he's done in the editing room, his room. Um, <laughs> his bedroom, which is okay. That's I mean, fine. We, that's but, what, but I'm going to tease it though. The presentation, because, yeah. Well, look, don't have seat. <laughs> don't have seat. No, I'm sorry. Probably have <laughs> He's gone, this is the moment. And so he's stretched the image out slowly. And that's a fake zoom. That's a yeah. that's just stretching the image. It's not actually the camera's focal length changing so that the image is closer. Yeah. He stressed that because, well, the rest is history. What rest? Mm. What's the rest? I kept doing <laughs> videos. Yeah, I did um, a few more YouTube videos. And so. then paid some people. Because they his... Special didn't get filmed by anyone. It was filmed by him. Yeah, for YouTube. And was tried to sell to Netflix. He has like a video of why Netflix cancelled me. And I haven't watched yeah. it. I don't know. But I don't think he got... If he got a deal with Netflix, you got to deal with Netflix. Yeah. They don't just drop you. F- because you might make a lesbian joke or something. He made a Holocaust joke. Ooh. Ooh. I don't think he had a deal with... Oh, yeah. yeah. People are making... Holo- Mel Brooks was making Holocaust jokes in the 60s mm. in films. Yeah. Come on. Anyway. It's a good enough reason to whitewash somebody if they just suck. Yeah. And you just want to say, look, you know, you you do these jokes, we don't want you. Rather than just saying, look, you stink and and we're not going to give you money. Yeah. I mean, maybe they are that, say, like that. I don't know how it works, but... I think he just tried to shop it to them and they expressed a bit of interest and then they went, nah. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm getting shut down. Yeah. Because that's the thing. I've been silenced. That's what you go for if you're like, I don't, I'm sick of them pretending like that these small shutdowns are like the real dramatic end. Yeah. Because it's not that bad. Yeah. It's really not. Um, I'm just going to have to pause that for one more sec. I will be back. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just play a little. Mm. Get, let's get the mood back up. Yeah.
I've got AIDS. No, sorry. Da, 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 I suffer from epilepsy. <laughs> Some type of frontal lobe epilepsy. I suffer from miscellaneous epilepsy. <laughs> yeah, generalised garden variety fits. Non-specific epilepsy that yeah. I had twice. <laughs> uh, it was probably hormones, you big fucking gangly idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. no, I lost control of my head. Yeah. Oh, fucking this. Yeah, remember, that's the equivalent of saying, look, Dave Chappelle influenced me, you know, when he was like, ah, niggas. <laughs> you know, niggas this. White people that. You know, yeah, remember really, that, that, yeah. that sketch he did? Yeah. That's as good as grand stories. Mm. And an anchor <clears throat> at an open mic night. Zoom. And I guess the rest was history. I remember before. Oh. That's high school. Documentary trope number two. 100%. Yep. That's what you think. That's your key moment. You've got your baby footage at the start. You've got your the rest is history. And there's more. I won't get ahead of myself. See, that's that's the equivalent of the fake uh, earpiece. Mm. Like pressing your finger up against and doing the fake earpiece and going, this just is. Yeah, yeah. Because those aren't things that like, we're only aware that that used to be done. Because people in comedy made fun of it. Yeah. All, all the time. Yes. Multiple. Or constantly. Countless. So doing it now is literally just in reference to other funny people doing it. Mm. And the rest is history is not said. No. By any... Because it's, it says nothing. No. It doesn't say anything. Which is much like the rest of this documentary, That's to right. be honest. Yeah. It's in line. All I know is he can't run water to football players. That's <laughs> all I know from this. <laughs> Can't play footy, can't run water to footy players. But can uh, sell out a room in Melbourne to some teenagers. Hmm. Because they don't have anything better to do. That same venue could have sold out a silent disco on the same night, whether he was there or not. Yeah. Friday night, you'll sell anything out. Except for a show at Unpleasant, because we don't do that shit. No, thank you. Um, Eating Isaac, everyone talking about it. Matt Reddy, comedian. Okay, I'm glad they highlighted comedian because I'd have no idea who this cunt is. Yeah. More Matt Reddy, Drongo. <laughs> <laughs> From Dudley. The gig in, um, in Terrigal and they were saying, uh, oh, there's this guy, he's, he's huge. He's, he's six foot. Include, why is he including this? Mm. This guy, Just some guys describing him as big. Yeah. Because he wants again, everyone to know. That he's a big boy. Put 10 and bloody 130 kilos as a monster. And I was just going, I don't believe it. There's no there's no way he's bigger than me. Surely he's... And then they said, um, no, no. There's no way he's bigger than me. What the <laughs> fuck? Listen what is this attitude? These are like men that are older or younger than us. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I can't no tell way. by looking at him. Fuck off. He wouldn't be bigger than me, would he? He's got that sort of bong head, which yeah, makes sure. you kind of go, I don't know whether he's... He's done so many bongs, his head looks like a bong. Yeah, he's between yeah. Uh, 23 and 35. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Coasty bong head. Which, that's that guy, Matt yeah. Reddy. Trust me. Matt Reddy for bongs. He's Tony Butterfield's son. And I went, you're joking, the footy player. How does he go as a comic? Just bringing up yeah. footy again. Yep, it's him. Tick the boxes. I went, oh, he's rude. He is, he is rude. He does not give a fuck. 
<laughs> this is okay. where it happened. This is where it started, and it was—it's quite interesting to be here. We just walked in here before. This is where it started this for the second time. Yeah, didn't he already have like a reminiscing? Isn't moment? this where it progressed? I don't yeah. know. This is part two, step two. I, I thought where it started was the the dud. Mm. <clears throat> the dado. Comedy night on. The guys are packing down behind me, and uh, it's actually quite funny to just walk in here and that's happening. But a lot's changed for me, obviously. And, yeah, obviously, because uh, doing this documentary now on myself, yeah. I'm glad I've got someone here to hold the camera and yeah. do it for me. Probably the barmaid. <laughs> Can you just do this for a bit, please? Yeah. Explain yeah, the it. terrible... Anyway, no, I'm not going to... I won't criticise this part for the filmmaking. Because mm. otherwise, it just... I've got to do yeah, constant stoppage. Interesting. This, this is still happening. This is this is for other people's journeys. It's still going on. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, no. That's. Can you go back and pause it on that? I can. Where I is oh. that? Might be the new cover photo for this is fantastic. Adam and Milk. So for the audio, let's just describe. So he's in this club, this tiny little bar. Um, they're setting up for a comedy night or whatever, and so there is, you know, when you go somewhere and they fit like, you know, three tables wide at a restaurant, two tables. It's two tables wide. That's as many people as you're fitting in this sort of narrow corridor. They're setting it up. It's changed for me, obviously. And, uh, yeah, just indicating that. So now they've got... So there's one, two, three, four, five. There's five chairs wide for this comedy night. And maybe 15 people there. Yeah. 10? I think there's about 10 people on screen. And so there's some comedian on stage performing all right so they've cut cut forward to a little bit later in the night it's just interesting to st this is still happening this is this is other and there it is i am getting that yeah, that's fantastic let's just take a little screenshot of that wonderful that's him sitting at the back alone just just watching where this is where it all started. Yeah. Just a, just the experienced guy, the old guard, checking it's, in on the new. It's as if Oasis are playing their first big concert in fucking England somewhere and they look over and John Lennon's side stage just watching on going, yeah, the new breed. Mm, it's good, yeah, good they to get see rock and A roll. passing of the torch, if you will. Yeah, good to see uh, this my art form in, in good hands. But there's 15 local comedians and another local comedian sitting five rows back alone yeah. as if he's, you know, he's reflecting on when that was him six months ago. Yeah. And now he's Bro, broke just through come, the ceiling. Come sit up here with us. Yeah. So it's an open mic. So half the people in the audience are waiting to go up themselves. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that I think that should be our new cover photo. I think you're right. Just keep it, just, you know. Don't mind me, just feeding a rabbit. And that's not a metaphor for molestation. People's journeys, it's still going on. The first time I saw his set. Wait, a lot people's journeys? For me, obviously. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's just interesting. To st this is still happening. This is Just including some audio from the open mic in the yeah. background. <laughs> so when he's actually saying, like, his little voiceover part, there's no... There's nothing happening. No. So he could just use that audio. Mm. But instead, he's relayed... This guy's doing material in front of the open mic crowd. So this, what is it? So let's, at best, 15 people. 
at least five of those people are waiting to go up themselves. Mm. <laughs> so he, he's just got this audio playing in the background. I don't know why. Mm. Just to really mix it up a little bit. This is for other people's journeys that's still going on. The first. That's so annoying. Yeah. Not, not what he's saying. That's annoying too. Other people's journeys. But the layers of audio to be layered like that. It's so unnecessary, man. It's just really noisy. And I, I don't know if people hear that when they're listening through their phones or their devices or whatever, but through these headphones, it's making me want to kill myself. Mm. Can you mm. fucking... First time I saw his set, um, I just remember all the confidence and loudness that everyone spoke about, and he was really just being himself. Good to see that he wasn't pandering and wasn't doing what everyone else wanted him to do. I'm at the back of the room. I... Okay, so no examples of, of this. Again. And just showing, oh no, he's a really confident guy and really good. So he's painting himself as this really like emotional and sort of PTSD mm. suffering dude. But uh, everyone else's perception. So he's, are you a liar? Is that what you're saying? I don't understand. He's just humble. Oh, just okay. Humble. Just humble enough to make a 35 minute documentary on himself. <laughs> so now we've got this toothless retard uh, who I assume they lured in with the promise of uh, fruity drinks. Mm hmm. Uh, and sugar uh, to <laughs> conduct this interview. Do they have like a credit, a title credit for this dude? Really just being himself. Good to see that he wasn't pandering and wasn't doing what everyone else wanted him to do. I'm up the back of the room. I was scoping for talent at the time. JB. That's it. And again, they highlighted this dude is a comedian. He does look disabled though. <laughs> like, being, he's had a, people say he's had a hard life. Yeah, that's the polite, that's the polite way, way to say he's had a hard it. life. Yeah. Because I was running my own comedy nights around the valley and uh, you couldn't miss him at six foot eight. Um, oh, swore for Australia. Always bringing it up. Fuck me, dead. And uh, looked like he'd robbed the pie shop and ate the evidence. Ooh. That's a comedian. Professional that's a comedian. Professional comedian. But that's it. They, like, the state of Australian comedy is just repeating like yeah. common held uh, themes, common, commonly said sayings yeah and just having them ready to fire out at the sort of appropriate time mm. that's the best that's that's it that's what they are looks like he didn't come you didn't come up with that mm. you're just saying a thing anyway what's wrong with me for wanting people to be original open mic comedy is a hard slog I did it. And I'd know because I did it for three years. <laughs> yeah, most good comedians did it for 10. Mm. Fuck. Comedy night. A hard slog. Having, do an open mic comedy with PTSD. Yeah. It's fucking tough, boys. <laughs> it's fucking hard. Tell that to a concreter. <laughs> yeah. Tell that to a roofer in Australia. Jesus. 45 degrees on the ground. <laughs> And these anyway, anyway. Once near my own home, and I went there, and on the same night, there was an Anthony Mundine fight on, and this big boxing fight, there's about 500 people in the pub, and we turned the fucking boxing fight down to start the comedy night, and I was like, oh no, this is going to end terribly. And it did. So this is the Oriental Hotel. Okay. The Oriental was sort of... Okay. Didn't... Take your it, word for it. Yeah, it didn't end... How? How did it end badly? Also, I think he made that up. Uh, mm. Every... Especially if he listens to Joe Rogan. Every fourth or fifth comedian guest he has on tells a story when they're talking about doing open mics and they have a bad story about, I was performing at a strip club 
And why have you got comedy at a strip club? Mm. Always the same thing. And then they, I come out, guys just want to see chicks, and then I'm there and I've got to win them over. It's always yeah. this fucking story. And so I think he's just heard that, picked it up, and kind of made that up. Because if you're running a venue, why would, if and everyone's there to see that, wouldn't you just relocate the comedy thing some, to another room? Yeah. Or just go, nah, look, man, we'll just pay you, but everyone's here for that. So rather than or piss just, off everyone who's here. <laughs> or just wait 30 minutes. Wait your fight's over. Yeah. They're not that long. No, no. Yeah. Especially an Anthony Mundine fight. <laughs> the stepping stone. If you made it at the Crown and Anchor at the open mic night, you could move forward to the Sydney venues, the bigger venues, and that was seen as the pinnacle. If you could get there, then you could move forward and take on the world. The stage was set over there. It was this little stage, and they had a light on, you know, that type of stuff. This was full of... Yeah, there was a stage, and there was a light. And a yeah, microphone. Fuck, bro. It was full on, mate. There were oh, people sitting in seats. Jesus Christ. Facing me. Dude, this, you're blowing my mind here. I might have a seizure. <laughs> Just pissed people, blind, drunk, carrying on. People got glassed in the bathrooms. There was one guy that got bashed in there. <laughs> Just miscellaneous stories. Like, it didn't happen that night. Yeah, there's one bloke who drank six schooners in 10 minutes. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. These are just things that happened at a pub mm. on other nights. <laughs> yeah, in Newcastle. So fucking what? <clears throat> and comics from Sydney wouldn't come down because they were just like, no, nah, fuck this. This is, this is way too much for me. The Ori was... <laughs> Yeah, it's way too much for them, but I fucking, I can handle it. Yeah, you know? I'm a hard Just cunt. more humble brag. It never ends. Mm. Oh, but the Ori was necessary. And I'm really glad that it was here. And I'm really glad that I did it. We did a ton of gigs back in the day. Okay. And, uh, with, uh, so how, just staring at the camera. Really glad that I did it. And then a few <laughs> seconds of him just staring open-eyed. Now this toothless retard's back on here. Jesus Christ. Can someone just find a place for him to stay for a while? A bloke called Matt Reddy. And we used to jump in the car and down we go to Sydney and four-hour round trip for a five or ten-minute spot. And, uh, Sounds great. glamorous, mate. Sometimes we'd kill, sometimes we'd die. But, uh, yeah, it's just it's the way it was. It was fun. Just a professional comedian in his 50s or 60s, just giving the finger on as like a... Little statement for the camera. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Very okay. reflective of him. A lot of fun. I miss it, actually. I'll bet I you do. <laughs> I miss the freedom when they used to let me go outside. <laughs> they don't let me out there anymore. I harass too many people. That uh, Having faced those tough crowds early on... Um, he does look like a bong, doesn't he? definitely mm. does prepare him for all the online hate, Ooh. all the, the one-offs in the crowd that, that really want to give him a crack. Doing pub gigs and... Why do people bring up online hate just for no reason? Oh, it's the only challenge they face. <laughs> <laughs> only perceivable challenge. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. I don't know why I'd bring it up because it's kind of expected. Mm. People don't like things. It's just how it is. And have the opportunity to voice it yeah. easily. More than uh, what you do enjoy. Yeah. Dealing with a lot of drunk idiots, you know, it really... Puts you in good stead to deal with the absolute fuckwits that you run into online. Because there's nothing that people can say to me online that hasn't been said to me in at least two languages before. Ooh. Let's see about that, Bobby Boucher. <laughs> Just, but what hate? Yeah. He's like preempting people thinking that he's a cunt. So he's just like trying to put up walls of defense before he's even attacked. 
when I first came on stage, it was going to be my thing that I'd wear thongs. But That's right. You used to wear thongs up on stage, and I was like, who the fuck is this motherfucker that's so cocky to wear thongs up on stage to do an open mic? Do you know why I stopped? Why? Because the fucking stage was so sticky that my thongs kept breaking. <laughs> <laughs> is that why you were? Can you zoom down and have a look what he's currently wearing at zoom the moment? Down. Now I'm <laughs> these, are, these are made, made by small idiots. Oh, can you pan shot down to this, bro? <laughs> They're not breaking. All right, next guest well is a brilliant comic. From okay. Here. I wanted to wear thongs on stage, and now I don't. Okay, yeah. why did you want to wear thongs? I thought it'd be like my thing. Yeah. You know, like how it's Will Anderson's thing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Fire at Will. That's the name of his new show. Mm, that's yeah. original. Yeah. I didn't, wouldn't... Fuck. W-I-L. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <sighs> oh, yeah. Also, I spell uh, milk. M-I-L-L-K. Oh, yeah. right, yeah. Oh. All right, I'll get that. I'll make sure to... Think about that all the time. Yeah. Fucking unreal. Castle's one of my favourites here. Isaac Butterfield. Put your hands together, come on. All right, it's in a bookstore in front of 20 people. <laughs> no, not even 20. That's like 15 people again. Yes, thank you, Andrew. Sunday in a bookshop. This doesn't happen enough, does it? I was able to uh, book some shows for, for Josh Wade and Frenchie over the years. We did some O-Week shows, some, some regionals. Some O-Week shows. <laughs> so O-Week for the internationals is... Or, I guess that happens internationally, but I don't know would, if they yeah. call it O-Week. It's, the, yeah, Orientation Week. Mm, for university attendees. Usually got a few parties. They show you around during the day. And they're really, uh, they're the people that I want to impress too. Is yeah. The people yeah. while they're in university and yeah. haven't developed any uh, life skills yet or anything <laughs> like that or any sort of socialization skills. Yep. Can't interact with anyone outside of it because, you know. Also, just as a side note, people who wear... Uh, university-themed hoodies are cunts, and I don't want anything to do with them. Well said. Thanks. It was good to be able to have someone like Isaac who was willing to take time off. A few off. wacky photos. Yep. Comedians on tour, what are they going to get up to? He's having a Chico roll, and they're pulling some faces. <laughs> they look like frightened. So, oh, this is a good opportunity, actually. I'm excited. This is uh, Chimp Fear. Mm. So this is a, there's a, a face <clears throat> that chimps pull when they are they need to show that they're kind of still threatening. They need to bare their teeth, but they open their mouth and it's like this submissive male thing in the chimp world, and it is very present in men in the current era. Or it's this open mouth, yeah, like pretending to be happy smile. You'll see men like Kevin Smith yep. do this, and it's now present in. These three men here doing this bizarre open mouth smile, which is chimp fear. Work and come and help out. He genuinely wanted to come along for the, for the laugh and wanted to learn. Um, also, that's a fake voice. That's called a vocal fry. Yeah, no. This yep. kind of thing here. Where you, it's uh, really irritating. It is. It really is. And so, because he, he, and he's a performer, he knows. Mm. And I'll give him that. I'll say, because he appears with microphones in front of crowds. Mm-hmm. So he's a performer, you know. So he's very aware of how his voice is perceived and and how to make it work and everything like that. So if you just do that, it's lit- it has a name. Google yeah. vocal fry, and it is the vocal cords uh, being pushed together, and yeah. it's not good for you. No. And they were the best two guys, really, to help him. Um, kind of- Imagine being so insecure you can't even speak with your own voice. <laughs> yep. To learn the craft, he was able to. Seven-hour trips from bloody Orange to Armadale 
um, he was able to just pick their brains the whole time and um, while they picked on me on the drive, I guess. We had several conversations on those road trips down to Sydney and back and up the valley and we'd all bounce ideas off each other, jokes, material, that type of thing. And I'd give Isaac a few suggions and he'd ignore them at all. He'd say, no, nah, I know what I'm doing. He said, the future's Just on the internet. Stealing some jokes from each other. Do. I'm going to make it work. And he did. I could go around doing the open mic scene forever in a day and it wasn't going to take me anywhere. What I need to do is do what these people who I'm working with, like Josh Wade and Frenchie, I was opening for these guys around the country and they were making videos. I thought, why wouldn't I? Fought. <laughs> I fought. What I need to do is do what these people who I'm working with, like Josh Wade and Frenchie, I was opening for these guys around the country and they were making videos. I thought, why wouldn't I? So I decided that I'm going to start making videos. So hang on, I thought he started making videos after he had his seizure. Mm, well, I suppose he did and they just were shit. Yeah, and <laughs> oh, then he, I guess he stopped and then did more comedy and then got back to it. So is this another epiphany moment? Well, he did the videos he wanted to do and then realised that he should be doing videos exactly how Frenchie and those guys yeah, are doing it. Yeah. So he changed his whole performance. To suit the audience. Exactly. Yeah, That's right. what's happened. Which is exactly the opposite of what his other comedian friends have said that he does. Mm, They've yeah. just gone on and said that. And I wonder why he's included that in there. It's almost like uh, misinformation. I love Winnie Blues, Tinder Blues and the New South Wales Blues. My name's Isaac Butterfield and here's what I'll change when I'm a coach next year. North Korean's supreme leader, Kim Jong-un, has come a long way since Gangnam Style. Ten reasons not to visit Australia. Look at those breasts. <laughs> they are looking tasty there. Want to suck them? I am going to just get a little shot of that. Mm. They look good. I'm going to save that for later. That's delicious. Now, I've had a lot to say about vegans in the past. I think in my last video I called them fuckwits 30 or 40 times. Why is this music so yep. glaring? Doing the old um, jump cutting, which has been a YouTube staple since 2006, at mm. least. Uh, and he started doing videos in about like 2015. So that's good. Here's a fun fact for you. Did you know that 100% of cyclists who are nearly hit by cars on our roads absolutely fucking deserve it? I can't believe you got banned from Facebook. Are they being too sensitive or did you actually go too far? I'll never apologise for a joke. What matters here is intent. I don't think any topic is off limit. Let's <laughs> see. Yeah. Let's see, Let's if he, see how he feels about that when he sees us making fun of him. For having sea jars <laughs> on the football field. Feel sea saja? It tastes better too. <laughs> <laughs> ah, <I think. laughs> my head doesn't work. <laughs> Particularly with stand-up, you should be able to joke about anything. Probably the only issue for for me and his mother is more the style of comedy. He doesn't swear normally. And to hear him say that, I've been to his, one of his shows and I really liked it. He was good. He was great on stage, but I just didn't like all the swearing. Mum reads all the comments too. I'm like, don't read the fucking comments. Like the comment sections on social media is just the most ridiculous place in the entire world. Why don't you shut it down then? Yeah. You can just turn them off. Disable those comments. You can do it on Instagram. You can do it on YouTube. You can... I like how his mum wanted no part in this. Yeah, she's yeah. Like, she's I'm not fucking not doing this. No. 
Just not in it Fuck at all. Fuck off, Isaac. I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> I've got shit to do. Yeah, I've got other kids to care for yeah. and, you know, do things with. Yeah. Why would you invite your parents to your like, comedy things anyway? Fuck yeah, that. Yeah. I'm, I couldn't imagine showing my dad a clip from this. No. What the fuck? No, yeah. this isn't your world, man. <laughs> Separate. For re- for good reason. Yeah, th- it's out of respect. It's not... Yeah, exactly. Why would you expect your grand to be into that? Into it, yeah. Just like, nah, don't come. Don't need to. Yeah, listen, grand, I've never heard you talk about your pussy or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, we do that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I talk so about So would that. you like to come along or what? Yeah. Also, all cyclists should be killed, and I'm yeah. glad that they're do you know dead. What a, do you know what a vegan is, Nan? They're cunts. They're real cunts. <laughs> all right? Mm, I'm going to talk about them a bit more tonight. That's Come th- along. It'll be good. Yeah. <clears throat> Vegans. Cunts. Isaac Butterfield Show. A world. I don't think Isaac's the best YouTuber in Australia. No, I don't watch any of Isaac's videos. He swears too much. Isaac Butterfield is back. Just got his brothers to say that on camera. Say this, boys. You'd be a part of it. And we spoke. No one knew who the fuck you were. No one cared. And now several people care. You've put on 250,000 YouTube subscribers and you've sold out, what, 10 shows? shows And there's a bunch that are looking like they're about to sell out as well. Me and him would be away on tour and we'd be getting lunch or something and these people would be harassing um, Josh and Frenchie and we'd be going, oh. No, they're not. No. Harassing, yeah. Who teenage boys? Yeah. Frenchie, that's yeah, all. That's what doing. they do. Yeah. Oh, can we get a photo with you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What a fucking nightmare. Maybe a year later, it was probably only three or four months into when Isaac really, really boomed, and I remember people coming up to him and going, "You're Isaac Butterfield." And I remember afterwards the, saying, "It's happened a couple of times." The Dark Knight music. And, um, and I was like, "Remember when we were there and we were getting lunch and no one knew who you were?" And um, and he'd say, "Yeah," and I'd say, "How does that feel?" And he'd say, yeah. And I'd say, yeah. And then he'd say, and then I'd no, say. He literally says, I'd say, yeah. And then I'd say, how's that feel? And he'd say, yeah. <laughs> I've gone back. I've got to, this is too good. Great insights. It's, so it's just telling us that he's famous. Mm. This bloke. Yeah. People know him. People do. They will approach okay. him and say, yeah, you're Isaac Butterfield. Yeah, people know the names of mass murderers too. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and I was like, remember when we were there and we were getting lunch and no one knew who you were. And um, and he'd say, yeah. And I'd say, how does that feel? And he'd say, yeah, it feels, feels, feels pretty good. I like it. That's good. I went from a thousand <laughs> subscribers. <laughs> wow. I was going to see why that was included. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. What a what doco. Is this? Just stealing music from the Dark Knight, putting it in there. This is a redemption part. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look how's it this. feel? Like, look, you've reached the pinnacle of your vocation. Where to now? How's it, what's it like? Yeah, it uh, feels pretty good, yeah. It feels hollow. <laughs> it feels hollow and that's why he's yeah. got to keep going because he's got to feed it more. About a month to 10,000 and then 20,000 and then 100,000. I was like, holy shit. And then within a year, I'm at nearly 800,000. When we first started talking about doing a tour... I- you, okay, no one cares about YouTube subscribers because most people subscribe to things and then don't watch. Mm. Like it just doesn't matter. And, or people will play like when you have subscriptions, it just goes through like a cycle. Yeah. So it'll just play and people play it in the background or whatever. No one actually, I don't know. I don't think anyone that matters. Unless you're like uh, one of the Pauls, Logan Paul, one of those. Yeah. But even then, you've got to sort of halve what the subscriber thing is, mm. what their subscriber number is. Anyway. I was doing 10 shows. Ooh, and I would have loved 10. to have sold one or two of them out. We ended up doing over 50 and we sold them all out. 
That's fucking batshit is what that is. There's so many distractions online. So many things to look at. So many things. So many things to look at. So many attractive young people online. <laughs> to be amazed by. I don't know how you get a, get the eyeballs. Well, Isaac's generally a lot of the time he's fun on tour, um, but I can confirm his dick stinks. See this? Because I've got taste buds, and you can, you know, <laughs> yeah. most of your smell is your taste buds. Yeah, half of the uh, half of the experience of taste is when you smell. Mm. So I could taste it real, because yeah. it stinks. Which is yeah, that's hilarious. I'm glad. I've never smelled. I've never just been in the room with someone going. Can I smell your dick? Is that what that's? Is, is that smell your dick? No one's dick smells like that. I mean, unless you just don't wash it. Yeah. And you just have cheese in the hood. Which oh, I don't have a hood, so I, I don't know. You just clean it like a person. That's what I'm. Yeah. Like an adult human being. Yeah. I don't know, mate. Every time I try and clean my dick, I have a sea jar, so I can't do anything. <laughs> it's my studio. This is where the millions of buttsman people. All right. Oh. Okay. First of all, the man thing <laughs> isn't his thing. It's just not. Daryl Broman made a name for himself as a footballer and calls himself the big man. Yeah. It's, a, it's a saying. You can't just be like, oh yeah, the butts man. It's, so you've already established that your ties to rugby league and then just going, oh no, yeah, the, the butts man is like a thing too. Okay, so that's not your thing at all. Yeah. This is the studio. Oh, okay, right. Across the country, get well, their vision from, get their weekly. I love how, um, so the millions thing, that's the rock. Yeah. He would say the millions and the fans would go, add millions uh, of rock fans around the world, whatever. But he just, you know, they come up with like Chris Jericho's fans were Jericho-holics. Um, Deadheads for like yeah. bands. He's the millions of Batman people. <laughs> That's it's the catchy moniker. It's fucking for beautiful. his fans. <laughs> this is where the millions of Batman people across the country. Okay. Batman <laughs> people. At least we have the ends. Yeah. <laughs> their vision from get their weekly entertainment skills from underneath here is probably the most. Get their weekly entertainment skills. He's not teaching it. He's yeah, not doing. <laughs> why has he just included that shotgun mic in that? And if he's got that mic, why is his why are his interviews being conducted with lavalier mics? Yeah. Wouldn't you use both of those? Okay, so a shotgun mic is directional and it is aimed at the person speaking or whatever you're trying to record. And it's usually off camera because it's directional, so it'll cut out or uh, minimise sound from most of the room and it will only pick up what it's pointed at. So when his dad is leaning back in his chair and the microphone's scratching against his beard, you'd be able to go, all right, we'll, we'll take the levels from that down and we'll just replace that with, with the, the boom, shotgun the mic. The shotgun, yeah. Yeah the, yeah, the boom mic. Yeah. Nope, didn't do that. Just showed it in a shot with yeah, a light. Yeah, just it's there. There we go. Look, I've got lights in that. Yeah. So pretty professional, bros. Nice little tits on display there too. That's a real fucking... Oh, yeah. I'm going to get another one of those. Oh, fuck. That just skipped a long fucking way. We can't go back that... I'm afraid we just can't ever. We were about 22 minutes, my man. 
Will we pass this? Yeah, we'll pass yeah, well, this. 20, it was 22. About there. There you go. Back a bit. There you go. Look out. There we go. Right. Underneath here is probably the most important. There you go. I'm just going to get... Uh, I need to get this. Oh, yeah. Nice you need the meaty right tit. Oh, yeah. That's good. That's real fucking good. Important part of this entire thing. Definitely. This is my first joke book. This is the first thing that I wrote on it on the first page. It says first draft. My first set list is actually in here. Uh, giant joke. Don't know what that one is. And the poor. Okay. Why bring it up? Yeah, here's my first book, first draft. Never edited it. Just went with the first draft and made a special. Jim Florentine is not a great comedian mm. by any stretch, but he recorded his first, like, joke book, the first jokes that he wrote, he recorded them as like a 30-year comedy veteran to make fun of the jokes that he thought were funny when he first started. Yeah, yeah. Now he's and, he and wants he's, to put this in a time capsule. He, yeah, he's going like, this is the like yeah. the gold started here. And yeah. Why are you bringing up, oh, I don't know what that means, just being wacky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> who knows what that could, giant, oh, who knows, this guy. Porn commentator, which is in the special as well. So, oh, good. Uh, that's that's three pages in. Yeah, he's three pages in, and he's already got two. So, he's the first joke that he wrote, and one of the one of in the first three pages of him writing jokes. So, that's two jokes in his comedy special mm. within his opening. Lucky. Yeah, that's very talented. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, something about airline food and comic advice. Since I started making YouTube videos, I've always been on. Airline uh, food. You've always that was hack since the 80s, dude. Come on. Always got to be looking for stuff and looking for content. And, uh, a lot of people who make YouTube videos and they get some success, they stop. And that's the worst thing you can do. You need to double down. You need to work as hard as you can. Uh, and that's what I do here. I think you guys be Okay. <laughs> I think we, did we, we talked about that when we watched this. Yeah. yeah we were like... No, you don't need to double down because you yeah. realise doing a YouTube thing isn't the best. It isn't the be-all and end-all of mm. your creativity. It's not everything that you can do. And it's... Anyway. Anyway. All right. A bit hard on the push bikers. Um, but mate, some people get it. He goes where other people won't sort of thing. We live in this politically correct world where, you know, oh, you can't say that, you can't do this, you can't do fat black bald sort of things. So... Yeah, he, he'll cross that line sort of thing. Can't I do think he bald. <laughs> bald people have been victimised forever. Yeah, and will continue to be. Yeah, that's just how it is. But I will make fun of him for having no teeth. <laughs> and yeah, I, what about toothless? Can you make fun of that? <laughs> can you make fun of ageing comedians no one's heard of? <laughs> if you've been doing comedy for as long as that, like, that yeah. guy's old. Professionally. Old. How little... Can you learn about people and what they find funny mm. to not progress in your comedy career? Mm. To be doing open mics with Isaac Butterfield <laughs> as a fucking 60-year-old. No. With respect, at the end of the day, it's only a joke, you know. I, I had no sex life when I was a teenager. My sex life when I was a teenager was like Bill Cosby's sex life before he discovered Rufalin. Non-existent. Uh, the lady I was talking about before okay. who, uh, who, who broke up me when I was just out of school, uh, she's now a lesbian. Um, which is great for her. It confused me though, mainly because she's attractive. Didn't think they existed. Um, Humble brag, get to say, oh, oh I dated a hot, hot chick. Yeah. yeah. Okay. One of the strange. And he's put a little, um, 
a watermark in the corner too, just in case anyone steals it, so they know. Go back to that. Great. Go back to that crowd shot. Uh, she's now a lesbian, um, which is great for her. It confused me though, pause. mainly because she's attractive. Didn't think they existed. Uh, pause there. This woman's face. I'm going to get up. And- yep. Oh yeah, she's having none of it. Encapsulates <laughs> the whole feeling. I think. Yeah. Her, that her face doesn't crack while everyone around her sort of. Giggling. I like this chick. Yeah, me too. Me too. That's what I was thinking. It's going nah. And this dude, mm. he's got he's got his arms crossed. <laughs> yeah, he's not. You got these three divs here. Yeah. Fuck it, hell! You've got six brains. <laughs> In this whole audience, and I think most of them are occupied by her and him. Yep, these dudes and that woman at the front are simple. Oh. <laughs> What's the joke about eating an apple? From anyway, <laughs> one of the strangest things that I've noticed about doing stand-up over the years is, is he? so he's just driving just back from the football it. field. I think. Uh, yeah, there's no reason for this for this to be yeah. at all. There's no re- like I want to pick on specific things and go. Oh, why is this in here? This doesn't make any sense. None of it does. <laughs> the drive home, post show is perhaps the most lonely a human can be. You go from being the centre of attention. You go from being the man, the woman. You go from having everyone's laughter. Did he at just your- say he was the woman? Or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Ticking okay. the box. Sorry. Don't, yeah, don't, I mean, soldiers who are apart from their families in Afghanistan, uh, they wouldn't be as lonely. No. Wouldn't be as lonely as the drive home from a stand-up gig at a pub. I can tell you that right now. (sighs) Hard slog, man. Open mics, fucking tough, bro. Yeah. You go from being the centre of attention. You go from being the man, the woman. You go from having everyone's laughter at your beck and call and you're on fire, everything's going well, and a big round of applause. I really don't think he understands what he's saying. Having everyone's laughter at your beck and call, that means your audience is retarded and will laugh at anything that you say. Like a dog. Yeah. Yeah. Come, sit. Yeah. (laughs) So, are you not making them... Like, do you know what I mean? Mm. I feel like I'm not making my point very well. No, it's more like it's a guarantee rather than a result of his doing. Yeah, yeah. his performance. Yeah, like that's a really insulting thing that he just said. <laughs> when people are getting photos and then all of a sudden everyone leaves a room and that's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's something that every comic has to deal with and every comic has to learn how to live with. Fucking <laughs> hell, I hope he finds a way. This is, this is, I really He'll think trigger his PTSD if he's not careful. He's going to sink into a real depression. No, I think it's mm. going to happen. It's going to happen while we're watching too. Mm. Because... He's already mentioned that, like, you know, they get some success and then they stop, but you've got to double down. And, like, he looks yeah, chase psychotic it. in that moment, too. Yeah. Like, his eyes, there's something really not. No one right. could tell him he might not be on the right path yeah, to happiness. Yeah. Walking his My life dog that we know is, is a rescue because he makes sure to point it out. Strange. <laughs> I just spend most of my time in my office, which is at my home. Which means for the vast majority of the week. So he's now it's a shot of him watching himself editing the video. Yep. Oh. Just proud of it. I'm by myself when I'm at home, all my mates are at work, and when all my mates are out having a great time, a couple of beers with the boys, I'm working. 
what was that? Oh, it's, I, I, I can't go into it. I'm afraid. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. I don't know exactly <laughs> what just, it is. I don't know why. Because he's gone this really weird direction where he's talking about, this is a cry for help as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. This last it's bit. It's like when John Lennon wrote, help. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone thought it was just great entertainment, mm. but really. Yeah, man needed Yoko Ono to sort him out. Yeah. And she did. Absolutely. Fixed him right up. Yeah. Hired a hitman and got rid of him. <laughs> I decided pretty early on in the piece that I needed some structure in my life and I needed to have some responsibilities. What? I don't understand. I don't Figure know. of speech. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got nothing. Ooh. I train. Warrior World MMA gym. Here we go. A bit more yeah. humble brag. In amongst all of his... Uh, yeah, how busy he is. He's still got time to train the body. Lonely. Mm. MMA. Just a lonely I've man hitting the bag. Interested in MMA upon learning more. that Joe Rogan was doing it. <laughs> yeah. More about it through the Joe Rogan podcast. Oh. I started coming here every day because it's it's structure for me. It's something that I can wake up every morning and know I have to do with my job. There is no wrapping his own hand because yeah. If if it's getting wrapped properly, you can't do the other one. Mm. So you need somebody to do it. Yeah, yeah. You can't. You're not strapping your own hand, bro. You just is he a it's retard? For, it's for the. It's for the film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? No time limits. There's no. You have to be here at this time. You have to get up at this time in the mornings. When I come here, I know I've got one thing one for the day. I've beaten my mind and I've beaten my, my body uh, every single morning, and that that's more beneficial than anything else that I do in my life. This is something that's very very important to me. He's definitely got a talent and a skill for it. I think. So did he just say that this is the most important part of his life? It's, it's very important. Oh, okay. Sorry. Very, very important. The better and better that he becomes at what he's doing in here, it'll just cross over into his craft, you know, and vice versa. That's it. That's the last training session before we shoot the special. It's very exciting to do this, okay. but it's important also to make sure from a, you know, a physical standpoint and from a mental standpoint that you're, you, you, you know, you're ready for anything because these vegans, they come out of the woodworks. I've had too many death threats to not be ready. <laughs> Can't wait for the special. I'm going to get it. That a was a desperate, wheezy laugh too. <laughs> I've got to go back. Because imagine trying to make that joke in front of just an empty mm, yeah. like gym. Yeah. Fuck. That's the uncomfortable part about most stand-up comedians is they're not ready. They're not most, they're not okay with no audience reception. They're so used to that. Uh, being fed to them constantly. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. They're so used to that that when there's no one there, it's fear. Mm. They just have fear. In no them. confidence. No. That's gone. That's the beauty of doing this because just letting the joke hang. Mm. Oh. Mm. oh, it's wonderful. You can't buy it. You know, you think about the rape... And from a mental standpoint that you're, you, you, you know, you're ready for anything because these vegans, they come out of the woodworks. I've had too many death threats to not be ready. <laughs> Can't wait for the special. <laughs> I'm going to get a haircut to look all sharp. Go and sort me suit out. This has to work. There's no other option. There's no plan B. It's, this isn't D-Day, dude. <laughs> yeah. This isn't like the one final charge. You just, you've already made, you've, 10 minutes ago, he was talking about how good his YouTube channel was and how successful it was. All right, so if the special doesn't work, you just keep doing that. Yeah. Like, it's not like this has to work. 
What? Other, yeah, otherwise I'll fucking neck myself. Yeah, if you said that, then yeah. there's fucking real stakes. Yeah. I'm only a few hours now from filming what is, is basically kissing? the pinnacle of my life. Everything that I've worked Smelling towards at dick. this point is about to happen. The filming of my first special. There's a part of me that wants to savour it, there's a part of me that wants to get it over with, and there's a bigger part of me that wants to get it right. There's a lot of stress, there's a lot of anxiety, there's a lot of freaking the fuck out. But what it really is... Is, is performance, because <laughs> that's not a guy yeah. speaking honestly to the like camera. Oh, it's a lot of... That's, that's just acting, dude. You've written that, you've thought about it, and then you've gone, I'm going to say this in front of the camera now. I know the adjectives to use. And how... Then the cadence, mm. how to do that sort of thing. There's an opportunity for me to look back. And this place right here... Fort Scratchley, which has looked over Newcastle and protected it through the First World War, the Second World War, and before both of those, reminds me the most of... Yeah, you remember against the dirty Japs? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, bloody PC, mate. You can't say that. Home. And that's why I came here, because I wanted to remind myself of where I came from before I go out in front of Australia and the world. The world. I can't wait for the world to find oh, yeah. out. <laughs> Walk in a room and people just lose it. This is a big thing to turn for machine, like, lose it. Oh, turn this shit down. For uh, comedians lately too. The comedy specials for the last seven years have been hip hop. Like that's the thing yeah, that people I know. walk out to. Yeah. Very odd. I don't know where it came from. People think like they're cool. Yeah. I mean. I mean, I like hip hop, but I can't do that. I no, it like, doesn't. I'm not, I'm not that guy. It doesn't match your personality. No, like not at all. your presentation. And it's, yeah. it doesn't work like in the funny way either. No. It's just, oh no, this is me actually trying to be cool. Okay, well done, Zachary. <laughs> Comedy special. I'm very bloody excited to get to that. I'll use some polite words because there's a receptionist here. Uh, until we get through there, and then I'll be the vulgar human bearded man. Jesus Christ, I'm going to hit my head somewhere. Walk through here and hold. He's so desperate, isn't he? Yeah. So desperate for like this is David Brent. Yeah. Introducing that's, that's everyone all these around the office. Characters, yeah. Just oh just trying to riff. Yeah. He is Oh no, I can't. Never mind. Shit, there's another door. Alright, hang on. <laughs> Forgot there was another door. We open that and we come through and here we are. But this is it. This is what we're about to do. I'm very excited. What else can I say? This is fucking awesome. This whole thing's just crazy. Dude, it's fucking <laughs> like, it's mental, and it's like getting bigger and bigger. It is. Like, um, I see you wanting a million by your birthday. Yeah, a million and subscribers by the 14th of July. That's the goal. Oh yeah, that's a really good. Sorry. Yeah, that's sick. What about the one? <laughs> so there's no. That, okay, so audio, you you wouldn't have understood that, and he knows that, so he puts subtitles in. For this, this is the dumbest interaction. <laughs> Why? This he would have had to do that himself. Type that yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he, this is what happens. We're going to do it. You want as a it goes. million by your birthday? Yeah, million and, subscribers by the fourteenth of July. So he got this guy. Sorry, I forgot about this part. Mm. So he got this guy to say that on the camera so that he gets to do this as like say a mini promotion. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then he gets to bring up the date. Yeah. For the you know the subscription thing, because YouTube subscribers equals happiness. Mm -hmm. That's the goal. Here we go. So first one, how are you? This is Matt Reddy, Bonghead. 
That's unreal good. This is unreal good. Okay. Excited? Yeah. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah, that's sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, fuck it, hell. This that was important enough that he put subtitles on it. Yep. When his dad is trying to form sentences through his inflamed brain from traumatic head injuries, didn't bother. No. Didn't need him. But that's sick. Yeah, yeah, that's sick. The, yeah. The, <laughs> I said to Josh, is that just for one joke? <laughs> I said to Josh, is that just for one joke? They're talking about lowering the microphone down from And the what top. I noticed was that from that footage of his very first gig at the Crown or whatever at Newcastle, this same joke that's in this special, it's the porn commentator joke. Because in the footage from that very first gig, he's holding the mic as if it's been lowered oh. from the roof. And now it's special time, same joke, but he actually gets it lowered rather than just holding it. <laughs> there you go. Wow. That's good. That's great detective work. Adam Jastic, <laughs> fucking hell, I'm impressed. But that's- so that's I, I, what I don't know is the gap. How many yeah. years he's just held on to that joke and, and thought, kept using yeah. it. There's a point where you've just got to kill it. You've just got to kill yeah, those for your own fucking mental health. Move on. Oh, such a fucking effort for one joke. That's so more uh, subtitles. Mm. Fucking effort for one <laughs> joke. What's like a mood? Like what's it? Maybe a blue is a mood. Blue is technically. Yeah. I've been prepping for this special. I've been training in the gym. I've been writing. Yeah. Just coming up with all the lighting and everything that you need. Yeah, all the presentation on, for the special. Yeah. On the night. Yeah. So either be the guy who's winging it. So what do you want to do, Isaac? Oh, fucking, I don't know. Blue? <laughs> Does blue work? <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Is, is he the prepared guy? Or mm. is he the fucking uh, super planned, structured guy that he's trying to be as well? He's trying to be everyone. Mm. This is a man who does not know who he is. I reckon take away, for the epilepsy, take away the walls completely because that'll make it a lot darker. What's he mean for the epilepsy? I don't know. I don't know what that means. Mood. Like, what's it? Maybe a blue is a mood. Blue is technically yeah. a mood. I, I reckon take away, for the epilepsy, take away the walls completely because that'll make it a lot darker. Yeah. He's worried that flashing lights will set him off. Set him off for one of them fade-outs. I feel like he's lied about it and then it's just gone too far. And so now oh, he's yeah, just got to yeah. like, oh yeah, that's why that guy's bringing up the epilepsy yeah. and not him. Because it's he's like, like, oh yeah, I've got to keep that lie up. Yeah. Are you all right with these flashing lights? Oh, oh yeah, no, actually, no, I feel a bit weird. Can we block them out? <laughs> yeah. You had never noticed them. Yeah, you're right. Lucky you brought it up. Oh, oh. Oh, I'm getting a bit shaky. (laughs) I'm losing control of my head. (laughs) I never hold back. I don't censor myself. I don't say things. I don't censor myself. Yeah, that's sick. (laughs) You don't need to censor yourself. He's not doing anything controversial. He's just saying fuck cyclists and fuck vegans. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't know what... Because I think they are clickbaity. I say things that because I believe them. Mm. I don't. No. You so title it, your videos as clickbait so you get clicks. Yeah. That's what YouTube is. I say them because I believe them. So you believe all cyclists are fuckwits? Is that what you, I'll <laughs> never apologize die. for a joke because it's all a joke. So you believe that or you don't. I don't get it. You can't just change it. Yeah. Or just be the guy who's like, no, nah, it doesn't fucking matter, dude. Settle down. Mm. No, I mean it. Right? Well, don't. Be surprised when people take it seriously then. Not say things because I worry about sponsors. I say things because I believe them. 
it's amazing to see Blue. people when they walk into a show, like they might be worrying about how it's happening at work or their kids are playing up or little Betty Sue's bloody broken a leg and oh, how are we going to pay for it? But once you go to the show, once you... Betty Sue. <laughs> <laughs> He's just channeled some little of Grand's, yeah. grand's humour. Yeah, that's, that's coming right. out of him there. Oh, no, we've, I don't know how we're going to pay for this, but $15 comedy show. Yeah. Should, uh, Look, let's not worry about our crippling debt and future prospects. Let's just fork out and we'll go to a little local comedy show. Please, I need it. Oh, this guy's popular on YouTube. We'll mm, like him. Yeah. Nobody with kids is going <clears throat> to see this dude. No. Everyone who sees him is under 22. And he's certainly not talented enough to make somebody forget about their financial woes. Yeah, you need to be great. You need to be Louis C.K. Yeah. You need to be... Present a real experience. Dave Chappelle. Mm. But he's getting up there and doing a joke that he wrote in his first week. Mm. In the show, once I have people enjoying themselves and laughing, that all goes out the window, and all of a sudden, they're smiling, they're happy. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. Look at that dude. He is not giving a fuck. He's not happy. No, not interested. Fantastic. Not I entertained. He's editing this. Yeah, I know. So he's seen all of this footage and those are the best crowd shots he could get. Every crowd shot he's used has had at least one person who just looks disinterested. Yeah. So every shot of the crowd that exists, there's at least one. And these are the, this is the pick. Yeah. This is the cream. Yep. It's the best. Oh, my God. And it's this butterfly effect. It moves on to other places in their lives, you know. They go home and they greet the babysitter with a big smile on their face, maybe give him... Butterfly effect. He also called uh, the, the tour butterf- the, the butterfield butter- effect. Yeah, yeah. Because it's probably his name. where he got it from. He watched it back and went, went oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, that's good. An extra fifty bucks, and then that changes her day, and it goes on. I thought they were in financial woe. Like no, they were in. Pro- they were, you're no, thinking no. about Betty Sue's family. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry. On and on. The one with the broken leg. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so he's just Laughter. spreading happiness. Yeah. Okay. Which means uh, you need, but you need financial. Uh, restitution too you need that Mm. has that power this is a massive night for me but it's not it's not one of those things where I look at it and go okay we need to be spot on and we need Mm. to be perfect and every line has to be a few empty beers there boys a couple of beers with the boys yeah (laughs) the desperation is I just can't get over that there is no confident person that does that just speaks like that no oh delivered in a certain way because that's not me that's not how I do stand up every show is different otherwise I get bored I get nervous before shows but the main thing I get anxious and every show is different he's been doing the same joke for four years <laughs> since he first started literally and we can confirm that Just based to... on footage found in this documentary yeah, film that you've put together <laughs> it's this is unreal it's a gift mm. it's a wonderful beautiful gift like he's Delicious tits. <laughs> is waiting to go on stage is a lot like waiting to play. Just getting a man to do his hair for him, blow drying it. Yeah, sweaty football or have a boxing match or whatever, you know. Stakes are high, but I'm happy. The stakes are high. <laughs> right, eh? What? Happy and I'm excited. And if things go bad, I'm going to have another seizure. <laughs> this, is, this is all that I wanted to do. Right through that door in about 20 minutes, 30 minutes time, it's game time. It's good that we were all there at the start and being able to be on the journey. So it's it's a it's a big journey and it's really really enjoyable for my. Did you see that the journey? Oh yes, 
so he's posing for a group photo here. And he's got a big smile. He's with his comedian friends and maybe a fan. I don't Born know. About and then the smile drops as soon as the photo. 20 is minutes, over. 30 minutes time. It's game time. It's good that we were all there at the start and being able to be on the journey. So here it is. Okay, so it's two comedians and two fans, I guess. And that confirms what we said about. Nobody being over 22 who's a fan. It's, it's, a, it's a big journey. Did you see it? Yeah, the just, eyes nearly rolled back. Oh, he nearly had another... No, I can't just keep <laughs> saying C-jar. I just want to get it one more time because it's just... I'm excited and this is, this is all that I wanted to do. Right through that door in about 20 minutes, 30 minutes time. It's game time. It's good that we're all there. At the start and being able to be on the journey. So One more it's, time. That's a that's a big journey. Oh, it's really mm. the look of dissatisfaction. Harsh. Yeah. Coupled with him talking about how lonely he is and how much you've got to double down on your YouTube videos and things. This is yep. a man ready yeah. to break. On the brink. Really enjoyable from my point of view to watch. What do you reckon? It's good to see one of us succeeded. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I never will. So it's no. Never was going to. Yeah. Great interplay. Nothing Amazing Very natural. Yeah. That's funny. Anymore with Isaac. One of the things that good stand-ups can do is connect with... Which he can comment on. Yeah, Because he's exactly. filmed one special. He's, and he's an been authority. Doing yeah. yeah on the mm. Every single person in that room, regardless of their upbringing, regardless of what they have at home, what problems they're dealing with... Unless they're a vegan. And connect with them and make them laugh. You know, I started off and I made videos for eight months and no one gave a shit, you know. And now it's moved to this point. It was just amazing watching from literally open mics to um, coming on tour to open and then to doing two 500 seaters in a big... Yeah, that's kind of the path, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's not that's, like... That's, the, I, that's where you want to go, if that's you. You know that Asian guy with the tiny cock who was in the Hangover films? You'll have to narrow it. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very broad. But that, that guy... He has a journey that you can talk about because he was a doctor and all that sort of thing. Yeah. And then just sort of... His wife had cancer. Yeah. Like it was an odd kind of trajectory. Yeah. yeah. That's where you go, oh, it's pretty surprising. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, no. He started at open mics and then moved up to doing being support Bigger and clubs, then did... Uh, mini festivals. And that. Yeah. 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 That all fits. Yeah. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. That's nothing surprising about that, dude. Theatre. Everyone coming to see him. He's got the world ahead of him and... And we're just going to cheer him on from Dramatic. hard here. Now you're going to make me cry. <laughs> here it is. Trying to get in the will. They're f interviewing Gran. Yep. And it's Isaac doing it, so he yeah. comes over. He comes out from behind the camera to comfort Gran. She's oh. crying. <laughs> <laughs> My fan. Here you go. Just speak candidly about uh, me. me. Yeah. While yeah. I'm here. Just, you know, talk about my journey. Yeah. Get out of it, you fuck. Only the reason that... I was able to do this because without them, without their support, without the people close to me, from mum and dad and my grandparents, my partner, my dog, everyone, you know, supported me to the point my where dog. I was able to do this and it was... His, his dog's very responsible for... Yeah, yeah, for a lot of it. Hmm. Achievable. are you good motherfuckers, how are you? <laughs> it's a gift. Right, we're good, we're out. We're good, yeah. And it's a cat. There it is. 
This is, and there it is, number three. There's three steps to making a shit documentary. Show baby footage. I forget the second one. <laughs> no, um, the, rest the rest is, is history. And then at the end, you've got to have a subject going, is that it? Are we done? All right, cut. Yeah. Oh, I hate that's it. It's it. the yeah. worst part. Yeah. That's what I did in high school doing that thing. That's, that's why so we did, did I. it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that's where you go, oh, no, that's what everyone does because we thought it was original back then, but yeah, it's, it's not. Because, the reason we knew about it yeah. was because it's done, done by everyone. Exactly. Fuck, that's why you've got to move on and be worst. an adult. That's it. Thanks, mate. Who's going to watch this shit anyway? Oh, my God. I am, and I'm probably going to watch it another <laughs> few times. <laughs> Because this is... Oh, so there you go. That was, that was fantastic. It was a long that, half hour. That, that was. That's, we're in it. Uh, that's a three hour and 40 minute show we've done today. That's a lot to digest. Well, uh, yeah, but I think this could be important. That's, this could yeah, be a bit is, of a, what do you call it? A landmark? Oh, no, it's part no. of the journey. Yeah, right. If there's anything well, I've right. learned from... Um, yeah, in the last three hours, 40 minutes. That, uh, I've learned that I uh, have PTSD from um, so, a form of it. Yeah, I've got oh, a form I could of believe PTSD. that. I wouldn't believe you've got PTSD. I could believe you have a form of PTSD. Yeah, yeah. For, I've got a form of PTSD from. Um, Take only 13 bucks, too, for his special. I'm probably going to get it. <laughs> yeah. I think I've got to do it. We'll split it. <laughs> I can't let you spend $13. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I can't believe this cunt thought he was selling a special to Netflix. <laughs> he thought it was just going to... I'll film it myself and then I'll, you know... Yeah, yeah, I'll and then I'll it off to present it. Oh, that's fantastic. All right, we'll wrap that up. That was beautiful. Thank you for joining us on... what, As Isaac would say, on that journey. The pleasure's been ours. That was fun. Mm. That was a lot of fun for me. I hope everyone had a good time listening to... Zachary Butterfield uh, pressure people in his life into appearing in uh, video. Based uh, on him. Yep. That he, I can't stress it enough. Edited, filmed it, did it all himself. Directed, told people how to say, I mean, how to like sort of react and what to say and what to bring up. Made sure to get all the crowd shots. There was, there's so much there. It's just beautiful. Um, Thanks for listening. Adamandmilk.com. We will uh, catch you ends next time. <laughs> YouTube pulls me off, and then iTunes pulls me off. I think part of the reason that children are so attractive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who's going to listen to this shit? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, my son Isaac's a cunt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>